not play golf? It's outdoors. You don't have to play in a big group. You can play as your biggest group's going to be a foursome. You can stay six feet away from each other. Yep. Get fresh air. Get just do something. Get something other than staying at home and cutting off your leg, trying to do a home project. What? <laughs> the only and, and I love. You think Hunter that. Hunter can fix my putting? Hunter's, That's my only issue Hunter right is now. Such a good putter. On the course, off course, you have others. What is wrong with you? <laughs> We're all going a little stir crazy right now. We're all just we throwing daggers at each other. We are. Is there a list? Is there a roster you can go on and click on? I want to play with Tony Casillas or somebody. Well, does I mean, it matter? That's who I'm playing with? Actually. How about that? So, um, you know, I, and it's interesting because Tony and I used to play golf every week together until hmm. I started the magazine. And I haven't even seen him in 20 years. Interesting. So. I've seen him on Ducey's show. He hasn't changed much. No? Mm-mm. You'll recognize him. God, he has, for a big guy, he's got the smoothest swing. At least he did. Mm-hmm. But, boy, if you started to win, he'd erupt. Really? Oh, it scared the crap out of me. So, well, um, since you're hitting the ball well, you might want to take <laughs> off after just, the second hole. I mean, he's so big. Yeah. He's so big. Mark. He's so big. Mark. Three times. <laughs> I see a bunch of latex gloves here. I wonder what these are for. Well, uh, I wouldn't touch them now. Dude, well, they're used latex gloves. Go wash used? your hands. Why would you put used ones back in there? Dude, I don't know. I think you're wrong. <laughs> you throw away used gloves. You don't. <laughs> That's a very. No, not just doing that. <laughs> this is the best show ever. The best show ever. Brought to you by Mini of Plano, right? So, I decide I'm going to convert a room to a gym. Mm. Okay. So, put I did. mirrors up everywhere? I, took, uh, I haven't put any mirrors up mirrors yet. Mirrors up on the ceiling? It's not my thing. It's not? Um, the mirrors on the ceiling's in the bedroom, not there. Yeah. So, um, did I say that out loud? Kind of did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Right next to the swing? Whoa. <laughs> the swing? Never mind. Uh, Keep going. <laughs> Hand gel? <laughs> Look at his wheels turning. Swing. Dunk, because now your wife's going to go out and buy like 50 gallons of hand gel. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. So, um, why? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think of my wife? What the hell is that? (laughs) Go ahead. Keep going. Um, I'm not sure where I was. Hey, good morning. It is 8.03 on Sports Radio 96.7, The Ticket. It is March 28th. Hope everybody's hanging in there. This is the Tee Box. I'm Rick Arnett. That's Craig Rosengart. We're with Avid Golfer Magazine. Also, with IdealGolfer.com. we got some sweet deals going up. Cowboys is still available, only $89.95. The Westy Ranch, up for only $19. Hey, get this. Mm. We have a deal right now. Buy a on-site credit. I was going to get to that, but go ahead. Well, I, it's my—it's half my show too. <laughs> go ahead. Talk. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. I—I I digress. Just go ahead. Okay, so we have the golden ticket, twenty-five dollar value for only fifteen dollars. So you're saving money there too. Well, you could do—you could play a Rusty Ranch for nine bucks. Yeah, you could. Buy the on-site credit and then. Absolutely. 
South and then American. you can get a full bag fitting over at Dallas Golf. It's a $350 value. And you also He's get a so dozen premium big. golf balls of your choice. That could be anything. For $99. I wonder if they have those XXIO balls. I bet they do. They're like, you know Don. Bucks. You know Don. I'm so big. I can't imagine those things being worth it. I don't know. We're big Frickson fans here. Yeah, I know, but I'm talking about price and value. I mean, if I you're, I mean, it's like buying those boutique clubs that cost, I don't know, eight, seven, eight grand. If you think it's worth it, that I guess then it's worth it. But yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna say right now, if the XXIO balls were worth it, yeah, the guys on tour would be using them. Well, I'll say this that. I I don't see there's that big a difference no. between golf balls, right? Yeah, we also have a plus one today. We have Conrad Schindler speaking of the PGA Tour, Corn Ferry Tour, joins us again. Good morning to you. Morning, guys. How is you? Uh, we're doing all right. Okay. Surviving. And we're going to have another guest, too. Yep, at 8.30 for Taco Bidness. Yeah, because we are doing our – this is a virtual remote. From Crest Cars. Yes, uh, normally, we'd be up there the last Saturday of every month, but we're trying to practice. Say, uh, what do they call it? Safe social dis- distancing. Social. I can't. For some reason, I have a problem. You're going to say safe sex. Yeah, I was going to I was going to get to it. Which social dis- distancing starts with that, right? I guess it would. Yeah. So anyway, um, they have three dealers. They have the Crest Volvo up in Plano, where you can get a 2020 T5 Momentum for only $2.99 a month. It's pretty sweet. What? Yeah. No way. Yep. There is no way. T5 really? momentum. That's the car. That's the that's the sedan. That's your car, right, Kern? Uh-huh. That, that it is. Yeah. yeah. $2.99 a $2.99 month. $2.99 a month? The XC. I need to train mine in. 40. There you go. T40. Uh, T4. That's their small SUV. That's $3.29 a month. The XC60. The T5 momentum. $4.09 a month. Crest Cadillac. Get an XT4 luxury for $399 a month, along with the XT5. Those are great SUVs. Also $399. And then if you want a three-rower, the XT6 premium luxury is $499. Pretty darn good. And their service departments are open. Uh, Sales, you call for an appointment, so it's no big deal. And uh, so go patronize them today. You know, the roads are empty. You're not going to have any problem driving up there, I promise you. Or or just kind of – have you seen any police officers giving tickets right now? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They were just pulling them over one day. It was near near Colleyville. They were just yanking them over. Really? Yeah. That's Colley- the most important thing right now. Well, Colleyville's, Colleyville's tough for speed limits. If you go – if it's a 30 and it – the thing I don't like about it is it doesn't feel like a 30-mile-an-hour road. There's really no uh, houses on it or anything. You're about kids, you know, running right. in the street. It should be a 35 at least or 40, but they're diligent. If you even five miles an hour over, they'll tag you. Really? So, you know, they need to make money too. But I don't Who think does? it's happening very often. Police department, courts, you know, at the end of the month, they have their quotas. Some Trying to keep the world 30% safe. 30% of the people have been laid off or lost their jobs or furloughed, but let's give them a ticket. Because they went five miles over speed limit. Well, That's genius. Be nice. You know, I'm nice. Look, I look. I <laughs> thought this was like prime speed time speeding time. Honestly, what? I thought this was like prime time speeding time since no one's on the road. Um, everybody tells me that if you're like if you're on the highway, if you're 
at least 10 miles an hour or less over the speed limit, you're fine. It's when you start getting 19, 20. You just said no, though. You said at Colleyville, they'll go five miles. and they'll No, that's in. that's on a surface street. I'm talking about on a, on a freeway, mm. on a highway. So, any hoozle, but the roads have been blank. There's nobody out there. It takes no time. It usually takes me two segments to get to the office. It takes me less than one <laughs> to get to the office now. So, again, we are hunkered down in our avid golfer studio. Again, practicing safe social distancing. And let's lay out the show. Well, first of all, we've got uh, Kern out here engineering. Good morning to you. Good morning. He was running around like crazy this morning. Yes, I was. Technology is wonderful until it's not. And uh, it's, it's beautiful. And, Craig, were you making an airplane reference earlier when you were talking about the safe sex? Never mind. Oh, that was yeah, I wish we knew. Police. What was one with Leslie Nielsen? That was airplane. I thought. No, he was the doctor on airplane. Oh, the yeah, one with uh, O.J. Simpson? Yeah. Uh, the naked gun? Naked gun. Naked gun. Yeah, naked gun where they're both wearing when body you know. condoms. No, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, back at the station, we have Jay King. Good morning to you. Hello. Good morning, gentlemen. How's everything back there? Is it quiet? Uh, it's quiet here, but, you know, I was in the same boat with Kern trying to figure out how to connect you guys. But everyone's broadcasting from home. So yeah. all those uh, channels were taken up. Fun well, times. I'm how, I wonder how much these guys like working from home. Because you just, I mean, the commute is awesome. You go from the kitchen to, like, an office in your house. Mm-hmm. You don't have to get up. And since they can, I think they can see each other on their screen. I think they have that technology. Oh, the, Isn't that right, Kern? Yeah, Zoom, if you use Zoom? Uh, Zoom or Skype, Yeah, you can actually talk to each other and see each other. That's the toughest thing about doing a, a radio show when you can't see the people you're talking to. Does Zoom cost money? Um, yes, if you want to use it for a certain amount of time, yes. We should all be buying stock in Zoom. Every company uses yes. it right now. Zoom and, yep. Zoom and I'm going to say healthcare. Yeah. Healthcare, they're doing quite well. And we also have Russell Scott doing tickers twice an hour. Good morning to you. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Doing okay. Doing okay. Got the got some breakfast here. Got some coffee running. I think we're doing all right. Let's lay out this show a little bit. At uh, 9:30, I've Nine. been I've been compiling a list oh. of the good things I've seen so far. There there are positives, not many, but there's enough. If you if you stop, be, become aware, you see, okay, that's kind of cool. I haven't seen that before. That restores my faith in humanity. At 9:10, we finally get around. Reviewing the movie Fletch. Did you watch it? Well, yeah, that was the, the whole thing. That was the homework. Okay, you watched it. I watched it. You watched you it. Watch it? Yes, I watched. Jay it. watched it. I think I don't. Know, did Russell watch it? I did. Yes. All right. So nine ten because I think smile. This is this is Craig's favorite movie of all time. No, 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 no. Oh, but it's, it's definitely a great reference. It's movie. top five because you do you do talk about it a lot. It's because it has so many. Sayings. And does it? How, I mean, it's my it nickname does. on the show. Does it? Rosen before I was Johnny I, Ebrake. I did. I did see that. I picked up on a lot yeah. of those little references as well. All right, eight fifty. Brandel Chambly. Love him or hate him, you, but you have to respect the fact he does his homework. He went after the PGA teachers of America, the the swing doctors. I hate him. Okay. I'm sorry. Nine eight fifty. Skip, skip Bayless Light. Uh, we'll all. talk about that. 8.30, if our mystery guest shows up, Mike Broson. He's on his way. All right. 
we'll talk business. Yeah, we'll talk business. Uh, we do have a lot of car clients, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's an interesting world for them right now. I bet. So we'll talk about that. But coming up next, listening to the hard line this week, and they pulled off a reference, um, one of the, I'm going to say top three broadcasters of all time. And he said something, and it reminded me immediately of you, Craig. And I have to give you a shout-out because this guy's greatness, and he copied what you said. We're going to bring that up next huh. on the ticket. All right. 816 on the ticket. T-Box. Rick. Craig. Conrad Schindler from the PGA Tour joining us today. And we're broadcasting from Rabbit Golfer Compound. We'll be here till 10 o'clock today. We're doing a virtual remote for Crest Cars. You can also get a Crest Infinity, 1.9% financing up to 72 months. A Q50 is only $329 a month. Holy smoke! That is a smoking hot deal. And a QX50, big seller of theirs, $399 a month. And the QX60, $459 a month. So make appointments if you are in the market to buy a car at CrestCars.com. All right, 8.30, we'll pop on a, uh, a respected man of the business community. Talk about what life is like in his world. And it's, and it's because it's a virtual remote we and it's Crest Cars sponsored that, uh, you know, we have a lot of car clients and they're all kind of in the same boat. Everybody's yep. kind of shaking their head. What the heck's going on? What do you do if you need service? What do you do if you want to buy a car? We'll talk about that at 830. And then at 850, Randall Chambly raised the ire of PGA teachers across America. And me. We'll talk about that. All right. But first, I'm listening to the hard line on Thursday, and they're going through uh, they're going through past games, and they were highlighting the 1980 Cowboy playoff game against the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. All right. And one of their announcers uttered something that my ears perked up. But before we do that, let's hearken back to an e-break, Craig. Trying to pronounce this word. Go ahead, Jay. PGA of America gets together. What's the number one thing? How do we bring more people into golf? Right. And doubt that the the powers that be, the gurus at Dallas Country Club say gurus, not gurus. What I say? Gurus. It's guru. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and on a high, baby. Guru. All right. So, listening on Thursday, and they have George it Allen is the com- is the <laughs> color did, analyst. I, George Allen, like the old coach of the Redskins. Yep. You know, I used to when I listened back to all those all those e breaks and how angry I, I used to get exasperated at him because I just think, come on, they can't be you can't be thinking like that. Now I just have to sit back and laugh and enjoy it, just like sex. Swan song. Guru. Dang it. Where was I? You were talking about a guru. The gurus of golf. Yeah. Boy, that just took all the energy out of me. Dang it. (laughs) All right. So, as I'm listening on Thursday, one of the top three announcers, I grew up listening to him, along with just about everybody else in, in Southern California. One, Vin Scully. Huh was broadcasting that Cowboys-Falcons game, and here's what came out of his mouth. So we have come to the two-minute warning. 
This well-bundled-up young man is Raphael Septian. Next to him is Ben Agajanian, his guru. company right there it's really good company you're both completely wrong but i had to give you an ode there a little bit because one of the t i'm going to say top three announcers of all time yeah but it's vince me gully. and me and right? vince gully no it's not guru i promise you but i you, just had to give you a little pat on the back you if you're gonna say, mess up yeah right there with good company mm -hmm. now you need to find somebody who says plethora good luck <laughs> Good luck. All right, so there you go there. Um, and then Craig put out a tweet, at AvidGolfer98. I'm at, at Arnett Rick. Conrad is C. Schindler. Golf. C. Schindler Golf. No C in the Schindler, by the no. way. And he put out this edict or this request, how many courses are open and how many are closed. I will give you an update on Dallas City courses are closed. The courses in Denton County closed. By the way, this is brought to you by the greatness of Club Corp. So they're in this like everybody else. They're at the areas that are deemed open, Tarrant County and the like, and even around the country, they're staying open. It's the ones where they are uh, forced to shut down because of uh, the mayor or the governor, whatever. Um, but what they're doing is really nice because uh, everybody's had to shorten up their staffs a little, uh, some considerably. And they're, sure. and they're providing dinner once a week for all the employees that had to be furloughed or laid off. I think that's really awesome. Yeah. And when this thing all gets back to squared away, you know, back to normal, uh, definitely look at Club Corp as one of your choices for, um, for a private club because they do an excellent job. Okay, so uh, Tribute's closed, Old American's closed. Well, let's take, talk about what's open. I, I think if you go to Denton County, Denton County's not – it's closed, and so is Dallas, Dallas County. But uh -huh. Collin County is open, so most of the courses in Collin County are open. I think Westridge. Westridge is in there. Anything in Plano's Collin County, so all those courses up there. Um, I think the Trails of Frisco is open, too. That's probably in Collin County. Um, and then Tarrant County is open. Yeah, so far, they seem to be the outlier. For some reason, uh, I, you know, we played yesterday yeah. at Tierra Verde, and I'm going to say this. You know, as much time as I've had to go to the grocery store and all that, I think grocery shopping or going anywhere in a retail store is infinitely more risky than playing golf. There, there's no question in the way the golf courses are handling it. So I'm going to reference Cowboys because I played Cowboys once in the last 10 days. You. Cowboy, yeah. Well, it's $89 an ideal. So, Sweet. You know, and I bought the $15 credit for 25 so mm -hmm. for $25 for 15 So I only played for $79. Nice. But – you get there. You don't go into the clubhouse at all. Uh -huh. You don't walk anywhere. You walk in. You, sh you go. They everything is wiped down on your cart. And mm -hmm. every club's doing this right now, right? Yep. But but Cowboys, they gave you a hermetically sealed or is that right? I don't even know what that means. But well, it was we'll a, tell you in a second. It was. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you had you had a towel. Uh -huh. A scorecard, uh -huh. a pencil, and a few T's wrapped. Okay. Sterilized wrapped. Hmm. So you didn't have, so you didn't have to have any contact with any humans. Nice. And so everybody had their be. own cart or you walked. Mm -hmm. And uh, by the way, I walk cowboys. It's a hard walk. 
There's some holes. There's just be- four and 17. Oh, my God. Two good 17 walks. to 18 is wow. So you're walking. You're not near anybody. You're not. They have um, PVC pipes inside the hole, so you never have to touch mm-hmm. the flag or even go down to pull your ball out of the hole. Or, so, they've, or they've raised up the pins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's really, really easy. And, Should be. And, there's, and you have no, I mean, it's really good, quote, unquote, exercise. Mm-hmm. Because, and that's what we still need to do, right, is exercise. And, and you're outdoors, and you get to socialize a little bit. You can be, you know, six to ten feet away. The only time I, I noticed it yesterday, if we weren't aware, is when we're all on the tee. You're such a train wreck. <laughs> so we're all on the tee waiting. Normally, one guy's teeing off, and then the other three are off to the side. Mm-hmm. And usually they're all together. So there was a couple of times we forgot, and but we weren't talking either. But by and large, we were staying, kept keeping our distance, mm-hmm. which wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody else I saw was kind of doing the same thing. I noticed it as we were walking around the golf course and, and so forth. So I don't see a problem with it at all uh, playing golf now. I will say this, though, and as much as the golf courses are irate in Denton County and Dallas County and all that, again, it should be less riskier than going to a supermarket, right? Right. But I kind of understand the politicians, and the only for this reason is because it would be – again, this is self-serving. We're in this business, right? But if you're going to make an exception for one business – why not make it for all and just have better precautions or whatever? So I think what their worry is, if you start making exceptions for certain business, well, where's mine? Well, I'll give you two two tidbits on that. One is both Nassau County and Westchester County, mm-hmm. which are in New York, yep. opened their golf courses this weekend. Okay. There, That is, I mean, where the... I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Right, I'm but, just saying that's their thinking. I think there's a lot of rationale that if... They, I mean, they're in full crisis mode right sure. now up in New York, right? Yep, it's ground zero. And uh, thank you. I was thinking of ground zero. Um, <laughs> could come up with the word. Sure you were. Um, but you're talking about ground zero right there, and they said, okay, so we're going to open up the golf courses. I mean, people are going stir crazy, and it is relatively safe, right? I would think so. Um, give you, a, you you know Dale Falmer over at C-Bonds. Mm-hmm. He's telling me this story that uh, he has a course in Las Vegas, and this actually happened in Michigan too, where um, – Stallion Mountain, where the they close the golf courses there. Well, the GM has an employee who's related to the governor of Nevada, mm-hmm. and so he called him up and said, "Hey, I understand what you're doing, and you know, staying stay at home, staying place, whatever. But what's wrong with the golf courses? We all can be very, very safe, and we can all, you mm-hmm. know, play." Next day, he opened up the golf courses. Yeah. So I I I would hearken to say. And I don't know this for a fact. This is just my assumption that, you know, the county judges are the ones who are making the state making the they decisions. They play golf, they open it. If they play golf, they're open. If they yeah, because they're play not golf, doing they're anything not. either. All yep. the courts are closed. Yep. Well, it's like anything else. If if, if people play, play golf, golf, you listen to us. They if know us. Golf, they read our stuff. But if they don't play golf, yeah, it's hard to say. Hard to say. Um, what have you been hearing in your world, Conrad? People still get their – the clubs around the country still kind of – well, buddies? one of my good buddies, uh, Dan McCarthy, on the Corn Ferry Tour, he just notified. He lives down in uh, West Palm, mm-hmm. and he just said uh, they just shut everything. See, that's interesting, because, but that's also a higher age demographic. It is, know? for sure. So maybe that's part of it. Um, I want to say, 
Frisco Lakes was, was still open last time I checked. If it's if look, and that's it's, in a retirement community. If it's in well, it's active adults. It's a little bit different. Now, just look at the age group. Active right? adults start at 55. How many guys are retired at 55? Yeah. So uh, I think I think you can go straight down if they are in Collin County or Tarrant County, they're open. And if they're in Dallas County or Denton County, they're not. And yeah. I think it's I think you can go through every one of them. And if you want to go play a golf course or you want to go play golf, go look up golf courses in Collin County, and they're all they'll all be open. Just call them. Just call them first. You know, so, so you never know. I mean, sometimes it could be even the owner gets. By the scared. way, one guy told me that. Um, and, and and so I don't know whether it's true or not, but I thought it was funny and interesting. Hurricane Creek up in Anna, mm-hmm. they're open, and he it's said it's yeah, cart path only because that's the way they can claim it's exercise. At least you have to go walk out to your golf ball. So yesterday, um, I like to keep – one of these days I'm going to get an eye watch or something because I, I like keeping tabs on my steps mm-hmm. and so forth, right? So I kept kept my iPhone in my back pocket. The whole time. And I rode yesterday because my knee's a little messed up. And and uh, and I got to be everybody's concierge. I put, they all put their food in there and their drinks yeah. and everything. But I wanted to see how many steps I would take riding in a cart. Huh. Because you still have to walk to the green. You yep. still got to, you know, 11,000 steps. Which is how many miles? Uh, three. Okay. Three, four miles. I'm in. I, I, you need miles. to show me that app on my phone because I had my app. It's my, there. It's, it my, has a big heart on it. I had my phone in my bag, my mm-hmm. golf bag, and I was walking, so I'm anxious to see what a full round is. Yeah. How much is a full round when you're walking on tour where you have your you have your little Fitbit um, on? Mine, I did it one day at um, – This this at, doesn't tell – it won't tell me steps. It just tells – it the whoop strap, which I've had for six months, it goes off what it, it calls strain, and it just goes off your heart rate the whole time. Okay, so the last time I walked a full golf course was at Mirado. With Mike Brochin. Yep. 29,000 steps. I believe that. It's about 10 miles. Really? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, if you can get out and walk, uh, again, I would recommend this. If if you're not used to walking, take half the clubs out of your bag and purge all the crap that's in it. Yeah, God, there's, there's stuff I found so much. I, felt like an, I must have had 15 golf balls in there. After a while, it feels like an anvil that you're you know <laughs> dragging around. So... And the other thing, too, if you take half your clubs out, you become much more imaginative on your shots, usually in between clubs and all that. And that's what I started off with. I only had odd-numbered irons when I first started playing golf. It was called a starter set. Worked out great. So, anyway, walking is fun. And uh, if you get a chance to do it, again, right now it's in. You know what's a nice – I think it's a better pace of play. I do it for a living, so I get a little worn out with it. Why would you get worn out? You're not carrying anything. It's not my job to carry things. I'm just saying. Although, you know, every time we walked Merido that time, I wasn't wiped out. I think we had a caddy for that. And I did. I wasn't wiped out. It wasn't that bad. So anyway. So it says yesterday I only did 7,490 steps. It must not, not have counted everything. Well, they I, didn't count anything. Yeah. If you put it in your bag, so think about this. You put the phone in your bag, and then you set it down, and then you walk to maybe go get a number. Or you're walking around the yeah, green. That doesn't count. It's, it's just at rest in your bag. Uh. So all the times you're around the green or walking to hit chip shots and everything, it's not monitoring any of that. Which is okay. interesting. I rode in a cart and I did more steps. Yeah. <laughs> but go, if you really you figure. get, they've got some of those Fitbits that are super tiny. Like you can clip it onto your belt. Oh, okay. And you don't have to wear it on a, it's basically like a pedometer. You don't even have to wear it 
on your on you except on your little belt, so you don't even feel oh. it. My goal is ten thousand steps a day. That's supposed to be the minimum. That's I believe that's proper vernacular. What's that? Pedometer. Pedom. P E D. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Exactly. It measures walking. Just yep. steps. Okay. Just yeah. Ped is feet. Yeah. Okay. It makes sense. Like a pedicure. Mm -hmm. It's the most intelligent thing I'll say all year. By the way, those things are underrated. All right. It is what, feet? eight thirty pedic uh, pedicures. They're not bad. Oh, good lord. Uh, eight thirty-three on the ticket. T-Box doing a virtual remote for Crest Cars up in Frisco and Plano. Crest Volvo, Crest Cadillac, Crest Infinity. If you want to make some appointments, uh, just call them up, and they will take great care of you. If you want, they they'll deliver a car for you to test drive. It's it's all good, and they have service open as well. You know, you know, we don't we, we don't mention phone numbers anymore. I don't remember phone to, numbers. You can just go to CrestCars.com. Yeah. Or you can say, Hey Siri, go find CrestCars.com, and it'll have a little thing that says, Do you want to call them? Mm -hmm. And just hit call, and you're done. I've noticed when I'm listening to ads on the radio, because I listen to the ticket all the time, I cannot remember a phone number. I don't care how many times they remind me, but I know every website almost immediately. For some reason, that sticks with me, and the other one doesn't. All right. Up next, we're going to put a captain of industry on, talk about how the uh, auto industry is doing, because we have a lot of car clients, and we, I'm, I think in just about everybody that's a listener drives something, right? But first, let's tell you about Ideal Golfer. Dot com because right now we have two courses that are in Tarrant County that are open. You can play the greatness of Cowboys for only $89.95. If you get our golden ticket, a $25 value for $15, that's only $79.95. $79 play Cowboys. Yep, any and day they after have, two. They have, by the way, so, you know, their, their clubhouse is closed, mm -hmm. but they have stepped up the food on the golf course. Nice. They've got their little halfway house, as mm -hmm. you can see, on 7 and 8 and 12 and 13. They're cooking everything. Like I'd what? Sh I'd shrimp. Shrimp? Shrimp. Wow, look I'd at shrimp. you. It's part of the deal. And then at the, after the round, they have a grill going, so you can grab a hot dog or a jalapeno sausage or a burger and take it to take your it car. Take yeah. Nice. It's a good stuff. For Very 89 cool. bucks. Very cool. And also, you can play OSD Ranch out near Weatherford. It's not that far a drive. It really isn't. And that's only $19. And that's good any day. You buy the golden ticket, it's $9. Yeah. Nine bucks to play a round of golf. Nine okay. bucks. So here's a little caveat, though. And we've talked with all the golf courses, and they're cool with this. If for any reason a course that you bought a round to on Ideal has to shut down, when they reopen, we'll extend the the expiration date a month. Yeah. So you plenty of time. So you don't have to worry about that at all. Anyway, check it out. It's idealgolfer.com, keeping people healthy and happy. And as always, more golf, less cost. Idealgolfer.com. Morning. Welcome to the tea box. Your first time. Thank you. If you're a repeat listener, thank you multiple times. We are in the Avid Golfer compound today. We're doing a virtual remote for Crest Cars in Plano and in Frisco. Crest Volvo, Cadillac, and Infinity. All three great choices. You get your pick. You get Two ninety nine for a for a Volvo yep. a month. T five momentum. A That's two, crazy. Two thousand twenty. That is a good deal. And also, this is brought to you by Arcus Golf. So they wanted me to remind you that uh, all tee times will be booked online. And online check in through the Arcus Golf mobile app. You just download that. They have increased spacing on the driving range. As Craig said earlier, all the carts are clean and sanitized. These single riders only unless you walk. And uh, 
there you go. They're doing their bit, and they're open in Tarrant County. So give Arcus a good old round of golf. You know, I'm going to say this about Arcus. We're all promoting the game, Mm -hmm. and we need to promote the game. So I think everybody's doing their part. I mean, Arcus is a leader. Mm -hmm. Club Corp's a leader. Everybody's doing their part, and I think that's really, really good. Nobody's out there cavaliering saying, let's go have a golf course and go play. It's doing it right. So that's great. Yes, they are. All right, 850, Brandel Chambly stirred up the golf world, specifically golf teachers, um, on his opinion on if they're actually doing anything good or they're just damaging everybody. But before that, we figured since it is a virtual remote at Crest Cars, we put on there the king of CrestCars.com, the, the highest of royalty, Mike Broson. We want to get his take. We have a, not only has is, is Crest been great with us as being a client, we have other client, uh, clients yeah. in the auto industry as well, and we feel for all of them. We're all in this together. But we kind of want to get an idea because almost everybody has to have a car, truck, whatever. And what's open if you need to buy a car? So what's going on, Mike? Good morning to you. Hey, good morning. Thanks, uh, for you know, <clears throat> Mike and I talk every day. We just it's, he's become oh, a friend. That's sweet. Well, no, but you know when you're when you're another business person, you kind of and you're going through all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You just want to talk to somebody. Yep. And, they know, understand. I'm sure you have your three or four guys you call every day. I have my three or four people I call every day. Well, you're one of my three or four. Yeah. yeah. And so, I thought about this while we were doing a virtual motocross, saying, you know, we're going through such crap, mm-hmm. and just. He's completely different than what we go through. We kind of went through what we're going through last week, and I figured it'd be a good time to just say, "All right, what are you going through? How <laughs> tough is how tough are things right now to run a car dealership?" Pretty tough, pretty tough right now. But you know, we're we're getting through it, and um, we've got a lot of great employees, a lot of uh, great uh, customers that have been supporting us, and uh, so we're we're doing all we can to make sure that we do the right thing. Are you selling cars? We're selling some cars. Selling some cars. And it's done by appointment, right? It's done by appointment, uh, internet. Um, do they deliver them for a test drive? How does that work? Well, we can do one or two ways. Uh, we do deliver the car to your home. Mm-hmm. If you want to look at it, you can't test drive it with them. Cannot, okay? huh? No. Interesting. But we'll take the car to you, let you look at the vehicle and get it in and out of it. And also, we disinfect it as we get in. Mm-hmm. And then when we get out, we disinfect it if you're in for service or sales, whatever it may be. But we'll we'll bring it both out to your home or okay. you come in. Okay, good. So <clears throat> put it in perspective, and I, if you don't want to know numbers, but nor, on a normal month, you sell X amount of cars. Where are you now in terms of how many cars? 30, 50%. 50%? Yeah. Not terrible. But listen, I was some say. of the dealers that we have are not 50%. They're 30%, you know, and you know, when you get out there, uh, there's a lot of great car dealers out in, sure. the, in the in the deal. So it's not like um, that. They're not schlock. No. They're working hard. They're trying to take care of their business, trying to take care of their customers, mm-hmm. trying to take care of their employees. And, you know, we employ 485 people at Crest. I mean, it's a, lot, wow. it's a big deal. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so, you you know, we've had a lot of, uh, you know, some layoffs and furloughs and things like that that we, you know, hated to do. But nature of the beast. Right. It's the nature of the beast. So, you know. Um, and so it takes a little time to get through this. How aggressive have the car manufacturers been to help out with rebates and cashbacks and all that kind of stuff? They're very aggressive. And that's why, you know, whatever vehicle you buy, whether it's Cadillac Infinity, Volvo, Lexus, whatever it is, it's a great time to buy a car because mm-hmm. you're getting some super aggressive discounts, super aggressive uh, interest rates. I mean, like zero, it doesn't get any better than that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so there's a lot of good reason to go out and buy a car right now. Okay, so... <clears throat> Take a hypothetical. By the way, talking to Mike Broson, the king of Crest Cars. 
I got I've got perfect credit. Yep. And I had a I have a decent job, and I just got furloughed. Can I buy a car right now? I, I would say yes. Oh, I mean, sometimes it could be even the owner gets. By the scared. way, one guy told me that, um, and 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 so I don't know whether it's true or not, but I thought it was funny and interesting. Hurricane Creek up in Anna, mm-hmm. they're open, and he it's said it's yeah, cart path only because that's the way they can claim it's exercise. At least you have to go walk out to your golf ball. So yesterday, um, I like to keep – one of these days I'm going to get an iWatch or something because I, I like keeping tabs on my steps mm-hmm. and so forth, right? So I kept, kept my iPhone in my back pocket the whole time, and I rode yesterday because my knee's a little messed up and – and uh, and I got to be everybody's concierge. I put they all put their food in there and their drinks yeah. and everything. But I wanted to see how many steps I would take riding in a cart. Huh. Because you still have to walk to the green. You yep. still got to you know, eleven thousand steps. Which is how many miles? Uh, three. Okay. Three four miles. I'm in. I, I need miles. to show me that app on my phone because I had my I had it's my, there. It's, I had it my, has a big heart on it. I had my phone in my bag, my mm-hmm. golf bag, and I was walking, so I'm anxious to see what a full round is. Yeah. How much is a full round when you're walking on tour? Where you have your, you have your little Fitbit um, on? Mine, I did it one day at. Um, this, this at, doesn't tell. It won't tell me steps. It just tells it, the Whoop strap, which I've had for six months. It goes off what it, it calls strain, and it just goes off your heart rate the whole time. Okay, so the last time I walked a full golf course was at Mirado. With Mike Brochin. Yep, twenty-nine thousand steps i believe that it's about 10 miles really yep yeah <laughs> so anyway so yeah if you can get out and walk uh again i would recommend this if if you're not used to walking take half the clubs out of your bag and purge all the crap that's in it yeah, god there's, there's stuff i found so much i felt like an, i must have had 15 golf balls in there after a while it feels like an anvil that you're you know <laughs> dragging around so and the other thing, too, if you take half your clubs out, you become much more imaginative on your shots, usually in between clubs and all that. And that's what I started off with. I only had odd-numbered irons when I first started playing golf. It was a, called a starter set. Worked out great. So, anyway, walking is fun. And uh, if you get a chance to do it, again, is right it, now is it's it fun? An, you know what's a nice – I think it's a better pace of play. I do it for a living, so I get a little worn out with it. But Why would you get worn out? You're not carrying anything. It's not my job to carry things. I'm just saying. Although, you know, every time we walked Merido that time, I wasn't wiped out. I think we had a caddy for that. And I did. I wasn't wiped out. It wasn't that bad. So anyway. So it says yesterday I only did 7,490 steps. It must not, not have counted everything. Well, they I, didn't count anything. Yeah. If, if you put it in your bag, so think about this. You put the phone in your bag, and then you set it down, and then you walk to maybe go get a number. You're walking around the yeah, green. That doesn't count. It's, it's just at rest in your bag. Uh-huh. So all the times you're around the green or walking to hit chip shots and everything, it's not monitoring any of that. Which is interesting. I rode in a cart and I did more steps. Yeah. (laughs) But if you really get, they've got some of those Fitbits that are super tiny. Like you can clip it onto your belt. Oh, okay. And you don't have to wear it on a, it's basically like a pedometer. You don't even have to wear it on you, on you except on your little belt. So you don't even feel it. My goal is 10,000 steps a day. That's supposed to be the minimum. I believe that's proper vernacular. What's that? Pedometer. Pedom. P-E-D. It yeah, just yeah. Uh-huh. It exactly. measures walking. Just yep. steps. Okay. Just yeah. Ped is feet. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Like a pedicure. Mm-hmm. It's the, the most way, intelligent thing I'll say all year. By the way, those things are underrated. 
All right. It is what, feet? eight thir- pedi- uh, pedicures. They're not bad. Oh, good Lord. Uh, 8.33 on the ticket. T-Box doing a virtual remote for Crest Cars up in Frisco and Plano. Crest Volvo, Crest Cadillac, Crest Infinity. If you want to make some appointments, uh, just call them up, and they will take great care of you. If you want, they w- they'll deliver a car for you to test drive. It's it's all good, and they have service open as well. You know, you know, we don't we, we don't mention phone numbers anymore. I don't remember phone to, numbers. You can just go to CrestCars.com. Yeah. Or you can say, Hey Siri, go find CrestCars.com, and they'll have a little thing that says, Do you want to call them? Mm-hmm. And just hit call, and you're done. I've noticed when I'm listening to ads on the radio, because I listen to the ticket all the time. I cannot remember a phone number. I don't care how many times they remind me, but I know every website almost immediately. For some reason, that sticks with me, and the other one doesn't. All right. Up next, we're going to put a captain of industry on, talk about how the uh, auto industry is doing, because we have a lot of car clients, and we, I'm, I think in just about everybody that's a listener drives something, right? But first, let's tell you about IdealGolfer.com, because right now, we have two courses that are in Tarrant County, that are open. You can play the greatness of Cowboys for only $89.95. If you get our golden ticket, a $25 value for $15, that's only $79.95. $79 play Cowboys. Yep, any and day they after have, two. They have, by the way, so, you know, their, their clubhouse is closed, mm-hmm. but they have stepped up the food on the golf course. Nice. They've got their little halfway house, as mm-hmm. you can see on 7 and 8 and 12 and 13. They're cooking everything. Like I what? Sh- I shrimp. 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 Wow, look That's at shrimp. you. It's part of the deal. And then at the, after the round, they have a grill going, so you can grab a hot dog or a jalapeno sausage or a burger and take it to take your car. Take yeah. Nice. It's a good stuff. For Very 89 cool. bucks. Very cool. And also, you can play OSD Ranch out near Weatherford. It's not that far a drive. It really isn't. And that's only $19. And that's good any day. You buy the golden ticket, it's $9. Yeah. Nine bucks to play around the golf. Nine okay. bucks. So here's a little caveat, though. And we've talked about all the golf courses, and they're cool with this. If for any reason a course that you bought a round to on Ideal has to shut down, when they reopen, we'll extend the, the expiration date a month. Yeah, so you get plenty of time. So you don't have to worry about that at all. Anyway, check it out. It's IdealGolfer.com, keeping people healthy and happy. And as always, more golf, less cost. IdealGolfer.com. Morning. Welcome to the Tea Box. Your first time. Thank you. If you're a repeat listener, thank you multiple times. We are in the Avid Golfer compound today. We're doing a virtual remote for Crest Cars in Plano and in Frisco. Volvo, Cadillac, and Infinity. All three great choices. You get your pick. You get $2.99 for a, for a Volvo yep. a month. T5, momentum. That's two, crazy. 2020. That is a good deal. And also, this is brought to you by Arcus Golf. So they wanted me to remind you that uh, all tee times will be booked online. And online check-in through the Arcus Golf mobile app. You just download that. They have increased spacing on the driving range. As Craig said earlier, all the carts are clean and sanitized. The single riders only unless you walk. And uh, there you go. They're doing their bit. And they're open in Tarrant County. So give Arcus a good old round of golf. You know, I'm going to say this about Arcus. We're all promoting the game. Mm-hmm. And we need to promote the game. So I think everybody's doing their part. I mean, Arcus is a leader. Mm-hmm. Club Corp's a leader. 
I, everybody's doing their part, and I think that's really, really good. Nobody's out there cavaliering saying, let's go have a golf course and go play. I mean, they're doing it right, so yep. that's great. Yes, they are. All right, 850, Brandel Chambly stirred up the golf world, specifically golf teachers, um, on his opinion on if they're actually doing anything good or they're just damaging everybody. But before that, we figured since it is a virtual remote at Crest Cars, we put on there the king of CrestCars.com, the, the highest of royalty, Mike Broson. We want to get his take. We have a, not only has, has Crest been great with us as being a client, we have other client, uh, clients yeah. in the auto industry as well, and we feel for all of them. We're all in this together. But we kind of want to get an idea because almost everybody has to have a car, truck, whatever. And what's open if you need to buy a car? So what's going on, Mike? Good morning to you. Hey, good morning. Thanks, uh, for you know, <clears throat> Mike and I talk every day. We just it's, he's become a oh, friend. That's sweet. well, no, but you know when you're when you're another business person, you kind of and you're going through all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You just want to talk to somebody. Yep. And, they know, understand. I'm sure you have your three or four guys you call every day. I have my three or four people I call every day. Well, you're one of my three or four. Yeah. yeah. And so, I thought about this while we were doing a virtual motor crash, saying, you know, we're going through such crap, mm-hmm. and just he's completely different than what we go through we kind of went through what we're going through last week and i figured it'd be a good time to just say all right what are you going through how <laughs> tough is how tough are things right now to run a car dealership pretty tough pretty tough right now but you know we're we're getting through it and um we've got a lot of great employees a lot of uh, great uh customers that have been supporting us and uh, so we're, we're doing all we can to make sure that we do the right thing are you selling cars we're selling some cars Selling some cars. And it's done by appointment, right? It's done by appointment, uh, internet. Um, do they deliver them for a test drive? How does that work? Well, we can do one or two ways. Uh, we do deliver the car to your home mm-hmm. if you want to look at it. You can't test drive it with them. Cannot, okay? huh? No. Interesting. But we'll take the car to you, let you look at the vehicle and get in and out of it. And also, we disinfect it as we get in. Mm-hmm. And then when we get out, we disinfect it if you're in for service or sales, whatever it may be. But we'll we'll bring up both out to your home or okay. you come in. Okay, good. So <clears throat> put it in perspective, and I, if you don't want to know numbers, but nor, on a normal month, you sell X amount of cars. Where are you now in terms of how many cars? 30, 50%. 50%? Yeah. Not terrible. But listen, I was some say. of the dealers that we have are not 50%. They're 30%, you know, and you know, when you get out there, uh, there's a lot of great car dealers out in, sure. the, in the in the deal. So it's not like um, that. They're not schlock. No. They're working hard. They're trying to take care of their business, trying to take care of their customers, mm-hmm. trying to take care of their employees. And, you know, we employ 485 people at Crest. I mean, it's a, lot, wow. it's a big deal. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so, you you know, we've had a lot of, uh, you know, some layoffs and furloughs and things like that that we, you know, hated to do. But nature of the beast. Right. It's the nature of the beast. So, you know, um and so it takes a little time to get through this. How aggressive have the car manufacturers been to help out with rebates and cashbacks and all that kind of stuff? They're very aggressive. And that's why, you know, whatever vehicle you buy, whether it's Cadillac Infinity, Volvo, Lexus, whatever it is, it's a great time to buy a car because mm-hmm. you're getting some super aggressive discounts, super aggressive uh, interest rates. I mean, like zero, it doesn't get any better than that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so there's a lot of good reason to go out and buy a car right now. Okay, so... <clears throat> Take a hypothetical. By the way, talking to Mike Broson, the king of Crest Cars. <laughs> I got, I've got perfect credit. Yep. And I had a, I have a decent job, and I just got furloughed. Can I buy a car right now? I, I would say yes. Um, 
because it depends on, you know, like if you do have perfect credit and you have a down payment that's a fair down payment and you just got furloughed, you tell the bank, you know, there's probably a, a better than 75% chance that they're going to uh, approve a loan for you. No, you know, no repos or <laughs> kind of crazy. Right. Well, they're also like doing that. a lot of places are doing right. 90 days, well, no that, payment. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Then they would defer the payment maybe up to 120 days. Wow. And so now you probably are going to be employed in the next six months, right? So mm -hmm. they just back end it? Right. Okay. Yeah. Good idea. Now, what's going on with service? Services are great. So we're, we're, we're doing really well there. So when you come into the dealership, we greet you with the uh, social distancing six-foot rule, mm -hmm. and then we have uh, disinfectant that we give you as a as a consumer, and then we're in there, you know, wiping the car down as we get in it, go do our service, whether you're waiting or you need a loan car. And by the way, when you do get a loan car, we disinfect it in front of you so that nice. it's disinfected. And I think a lot of the dealers are doing that anyway. Sure. So Makes not sense. just us, right, everyone. Mm -hmm. What about are you letting people wait in your waiting room when you're – yeah, we have to, you know, let them wait every other, every two chairs and, uh, you know, wiping that stuff down all the time. I tell you what a great thing that we're doing, too, in my opinion. We uh, are doing grab-and-go lunches and breakfasts for um, all of our employees. Nice. And because we have our executive chef in the in the, in the the dealership within our um, kitchen. And, uh, man, they do, a, he does a great job. And they, they do probably, you know, 75 to 80 lunches in um, breakfast. That's that's crazy in yeah, a car dealership. You yeah. know? We have a lot of consumers that are coming in ordering uh, uh, lunches to go to their family. Nice. They just come in and get up, you know. That's pretty neat. Yeah, it is pretty cool. So, you know. Okay, so so you, um, your dealership was purchased a year or so ago from, by... Berkshire Hathaway, right, which is uh, Warren Buffett's company, yep. and he's smarter than us. Yep. What's Richard. what's the leadership of Berkshire telling you about this whole thing? Well, we got some great leadership uh, in Berkshire. Um, our CEO is uh, Jeff Rocker, and you know he does a great job be, uh, leading us and giving us updates and what that what we should do what we shouldn't do and so i feel like our leadership is is rock solid they're they're really hanging in there are they telling you how long it's going to last i mean how, how long you should be prepared to for this to last are they telling you how to anything you know that you should be doing any different than you know our media is telling us no i think i think what we're we're looking at is that we're we're planning probably a june you know, come back, and then mm -hmm. I think it's probably going to be a little bit more of a comeback after that. So got to get people so it's rehired, get ramped and up, yeah. and people get rehired. But remember, not just our people, but the people that are out there. Yeah, buying be, cars. Right, right. Those people don't have jobs, so now they got to get back in the game. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be, I think, a little bit more of a. It's a learning curve. Yeah, of a curve more than um, everybody's thinking. That's just our opinion. Mm -hmm. No, I think it's good. All right, Mike Brosen, thanks so hey. much, buddy. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to say I got to I got to say one thing hmm. or two things. Okay. I got to say hi to my grandbabies, James and Eve. Uh, yeah, Can I do that? Hey, Can I do that? Yeah, they're. And listening. like we're talking golf, anybody else you want to talk to? Give a shout out to. Yeah, Richard yeah. Chamberlain. Come on, you got to be supporting those uh, great uh, restaurants and those guys out there. All right. I actually went and got dinner from him. I know. I saw, yeah. And uh, you know, I, I give everybody. I had another restaurateur um, tell me that he had a client give him two grand and said. Yeah. Use this for every whatever you need for, and when everybody's up and running, I'll have two thousand credit dollar credit in your restaurant. Right. And he gave it to all of his servers. Yeah. That's good great. for him. Yeah. So hey, it things happen. Yeah. So yeah. It's good. Good stuff. Hey, thanks Mike. for having me on. I appreciate it. Hey, we appreciate we appreciate the relationship. Go get a car for two ninety nine a month, huh? Yeah. yeah. Right now. All right, that was brought to you by the Texas Junior Golf Tour. And if you have a kid, 
that is looking to play some competitive golf. What's the age uh, group? We'll be playing soon. 12 to 18. Conrad played on the Texas Junior Golf Tour. Absolutely. Yep. And I don't so you think can I see, ever won. You see what kind of no. chops you got? Wow. Dang. Well, that, that was back at the time. Were you playing with like Sang Yi and um, the, Patrick uh, Reed? And, oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the guys I grew up playing with they're, were incredible. There you go. So check it out. TJGT.com. All right. Up next. Brandel opened up his mouth again. Brandel Chambling. This time he went after the Golf Teachers of America. A little bit of debate, and we'll see what Conrad thinks, and we'll tell you what we think next. It is 8.52 on the ticket. T-Box, Craig Rosengard, Rick Arnett, and also Conrad Schindler, plus one today from PGA Tour Corn Ferry Tour. Joining us, Kearns out here engineering, back at the station, Jay King and Russell Scott. At 9.10. So I've known Craig for roughly 20 years. And he's always touted this movie Fletch. And I just shook my head. It wasn't in my wheelhouse back then. And I think I tried to watch for 10 minutes. And I just I got tired head. But because I've always ragged on him over the years. I've watched every movie. I went and watched Shawshank Redemption. Okay. Okay, different level movie. And so. Do you see uh, Forrest Gump? Saw Forrest Gump, different level. By the way, I didn't enjoy Forrest Gump nearly. We never did a movie review. Mm-hmm. I, maybe because it's wasn't I've, funny enough for you. No, it's just <laughs> like I've see, I've heard all the sayings and all uh-huh. the, and I knew the premise of right. it. And by the time I finally saw it, like man, but Shawshank. It's, it's like an American classic. So is Shawshank. Yeah. Right. So, but but yeah. So anytime I've you've told me to go see a movie. What was the one you you made me see with uh, Julie Haggerty and um, Airplane? No, and Brooks. Uh, Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks, where they oh, lose all their money. To... Oh no, no, that was Lost in America. Lost in America. You made me see Lost in America. <laughs> Not bad. All right, so we'll talk about that at nine ten. We'll, in fact, everybody on the crew watch this movie because I want to get a consensus. And we don't have golf to talk about, so why not? Well, we do have a little bit of golf to talk about right now. And recently, this week, Brandel Chambly. I'll say this about Brandel. You might not like his opinion, but he's definitely, at least in my thinking, he is no Skip Bayless because at least he does his homework. I don't think he's inciting a riot like Skip does. Skip comes up with the most outrageous premises, and I swear if you gave him an honesty pill, he wouldn't believe any of them. He just knows that he draws the weak-minded offside, and uh, that's how he gets ratings. Well, alleged ratings. Yeah. I don't see that happening much either. But anyway, so Brandel came out, and they were talking about, um, is Matthew Wolf's golf swing sustainable? That was the premise of this whole thing. And I'm going to let Conrad describe Matthew's swing because it's, it's weird. It's the left foot raises. His, I, don't, I don't even know what his swing path is. It's, it's quite unique. Uh, it's one of a kind. It does have a little Jim Furyk-esque yep. move in it. Um, but, man, he, he gets, you know, it's very over the top, and he drops it in. And he is in such a powerful position, though, uh, to make contact. And it kind of goes back to a big belief. I remember I was probably uh, 12 or 13, 14, and I played around a golf with Hank Haney. And he was talking about, um, you know, the philosophy of the swing. But, you know, he said, when it comes down to it, the only thing that matters are the six inches prior to the ball mm-hmm. and the six inches after the ball. Yep. Because it doesn't matter how you get it there. It goes for a lot of things. And <laughs> so she said. He, uh, you know, he said, who do you think the best in the world is? And this, I think, was when he was still teaching Tiger. And I mm-hmm. said, well, Tiger. And he goes, nope, Jim Furyk. Yep. And 
if you read this article here, it, it goes into in golf of, week. Uh, Jim Furyk stuff and uh, talking about Miller Barber who had a wheels off swing. Uh, it, not aesthetically pleasing. Correct. Yeah. Ray Floyd had a weird ass. Even swing. Lee Trevino. Lee Trevino. I mean, I don't think they mentioned him in the article. Yeah, they did. They did. Mm-hmm. I, um, but yes, I mean, it, it is all about are you squared impact? Yeah. And are you? Are Doesn't you, matter how you get there. And where's your? What's your smash factor, right? Well, the bottom line is your body, your physique will allow you to do certain things. Correct. Some people like like Craig's been telling me this for years. The only time I get out of kilter is when I try not to cut my wrist at the top. He goes, I don't know how you hit the ball with your wrist cup like that. So then I try and flatten it out, and it goes wheel. It's wheels off. So you are what you are, and then I think it also comes to the aspect where you can fix yourself more in a golf course when you're. When you have that feel, right? If you all of a sudden you're starting to get technical, where's my left arm going and all this stuff? I think a lot of this stuff is just inherent. You know, you just adjust on the fly. So what Brandon was saying is that all these golf teachers are trying to come up with the perfect swing. Everybody trying to be Adam Scott or whatever. And come to realize that everybody's swing is unique. And he thinks it's ludicrous that these guys are, are, are pushing this. And then his other point was, is the top 50 golf teachers in the country or the world... It's all marketing. There's no way that these guys are the top 50 best teachers in the world. Maybe because they, they've linked up with a PGA Tour pro, so they have better publicity. I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't think that's the case either. I've worked with some guys out here in Dallas that aren't top 50, and I like them. So, can I can I respond to that? Yeah. Because I think he's a crock of crap. You know, first off, if you're doing this for a living, and you're trying to make money. Conrad's going to try to go to, or or Tiger or whoever it is, you're going to go to the guy who's going to, or the girl, the teacher, who's going to do the best job for you, period, because you're doing this to make money. I, whenever anybody at our level or, or lower says, hey, I want to take lessons, mm-hmm. what should I do? The first question I say is, where do you live? Mm-hmm. And the second I say... Um, find somebody, I tell them, find somebody you have a good chemistry with. How about find two or three guys? Because chemistry is a really women. important thing when you're giving Absolutely. lessons. I mean, it's, it's a, it's and it's a the deal. communication too. Some things, but what, what people say doesn't You can't sink. say that those, are, are there, you can't say that those top 50 guys aren't great at what they do because they are teaching the best in the world. And he, it's not fair to not, say. He's not saying that. What he's saying is these guys are, their value is is raised too high for what they, they, he thinks there's a lot of good golf teachers out there that are as good as these guys, but these guys have all the marketing, they do the, they do the articles, they do the videos, that's what he's saying, he's not besmirching them, he's just saying the other guys that don't have all that publicity, they're good too, but it seems like every golf week or golf digest comes out with their top 50 or top 100, and same thing with club fitters, all uh, this stuff. And then, he, and then he goes back and tells, in the same part of the article, tells you how great Butch Harmon was, so... Well, yeah, because uh, Ricky Fowler recently left him for whatever. He can't figure out why because Ricky Fowler was actually playing pretty good golf. Right, Conrad? Yeah. And now he's totally revamped his swing, and he's struggling. Well, but here's the thing that happens, and it's not – it's not. so Butch Harmon stopped traveling. And you don't know the personality of Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler may need to get a lesson every week. Ricky Fowler may every Wednesday on the driving range may need somebody to tell him what he's doing. It may be innate in his personality if that's what he needs. And if Butch Harmon ain't traveling, he needs somebody else there. Right? I mean, you probably see it every day on the range. Some people do like, um, I don't want to say having your hand held is is the right word, but some people like having that every week. Constant feedback. Yeah. And and I'm not that way to me. You know, I do that work at home. Sometimes I've I've brought a coach on the road if it's 
you know, I feel like it's necessary, but it's not like a must-have thing. But um, it's just such a it, I, I go back to like what Craig said. Chemistry is. Mm-hmm. Did you say? Yeah. Chemistry is massive, and if I'm not getting that, to me, it's just like having a caddy. If you have crappy chemistry, yep. I, if if I I could have better chemistry with a guy on my bag who doesn't know flip about what we're doing out there, but if for whatever reason we're communicating, we're just meshing right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna play better golf than someone that knows every in and out of every golf course and knows the right way to play everything. And if our chemistry is bad, there is no chance you'll play. And sometimes golf. it's just the dialogue. Sometimes you just don't get maybe the guy's too technical or the woman's right. too technical or maybe they're too laissez-faire. They just, ah, just do this. You'll be fine. Yeah. You know, they, you, somebody wants a little more handhold. I, I, I just think that's so – that was a sh- – to me, I'm sorry. It was a shock value comment. Just, well, I well, just do. I just – Well, he backs it up, though. And, again, I'll give it to Brandel for doing that at least. You don't have to agree with him. But at least he does his homework and he's not Skip Bayless. And he's talking about – Back in the day, if Miller Barber or Ben Hogan or even Jack Nicholas went to a golf teacher that believed in a cookie-cutter golf swing and all, everything has to look like Adam Scott or whatever, um, he would say, I wouldn't do it. because. And that, So let's say Miller Barber's playing really good golf, but his swing is all wheels off and it's all Jim Furyk-y and all that kind of stuff. Because how many times did people try and change Jim Furyk's swing? A million times. I don't think anybody's tried yeah, to change it. Yeah, they did. But his dad said, do not change your swing. Because everybody that came in contact, same thing with Matthew Wolf. They wanted to change his swing because everybody thinks they have the better mousetrap, right? But if you look at it, Ben Hogan did do it the same way. Nicholas, Tiger, Greg Norman. I mean, you don't have to set your wrist at a certain point if you're hitting the ball well. It doesn't have to be aesthetically pleasing, right, Conrad? No, it's uh, – and I'm a big believer in guys you see that – are pro- with the exception of Tiger, whatever, because he's just an anomaly. But and he totally revamps his swing out of boredom. Correct. Right. And you watch guys that that play well over such a long period of time, and coming down the wire, most of the time these guys don't falter. I mean, there's not many times you can. I mean, there's only one time, like looking at Jim Furyk, I can remember he kind of faltered, and that was at uh, the U.S. Open at yep. uh, Olympic. Yep. We had the snap Club. hook. I watched that hook. Oh my and, god. And I think he was so more. Jarring. I think he was more mentally messed up on that hole because they had moved the tee up. Yeah. I think it was like 70, 80 yards. That's what he and said. So it completely changed. So I think he was more off. But you look at guys that have unique action. Those guys tend to perform down the stretch, down the wire, more consistently than guys that are. Uh, aesthetically pleasing and i'm not saying that adam scott's action isn't great because it is but i go back to a philosophy when people ask me like well how do you think about swinging the club i'm like well who's to ever say that the way tiger swings a club or the way butch you know butch Harmon teaches it or adam scott swings it who's to ever say that that was the right way maybe maybe the right way is the way jim Furyk swings there is no right way to swing the golf club i think the right way is the most repeatable correct uh good good contact swing you can make right what it will Whatever's going to produce the most consistent results Cause for rem- you. Because remember, when, when some of the guys like uh, Craig Stadler, David Duvall, when they lost weight, their their games went to hell because all of a sudden their swing plane was different now just because of their physique. Right. And they it took a long time, and Craig Stadler said, I'm just going to gain weight again. It was better for me. Um, then he brought brings up Jordan Spieth, and I thought this was real interesting because he's been with Cameron McCormick for forever, it seems like. And he went to this whole intricate reason why uh, Jordan's game has been suffering. It has to do with his left knee. Maybe you can explain it in layman's terms because you read it. it but just kind of the, I mean, just from the, just based off the article, um, you know, I don't, I don't divulge too much into people's swings. But it looked like when he was taking the club back, 
you know, his weight was shifting kind of more into his left side and the knee was driving out, almost getting out over his left toe mm -hmm. instead of kind of like being in that, like we're kind of fielding a grounder. Sure. Uh, Staying stable. Trying to Not give a swaying. Where no one can I know, see it. but he, they get it. They get <laughs> it if you're yeah, trying to field yeah, a grounder. Kind of getting out a little more over that left side. And then, you know, um, when you kind of make a move in your backswing, you have to do the reverse kind of to get back to yes. level. Your body compensates. Into the ball. So you got to kind of, so it's a lot of front to back movement, not left to right, but more back to front movement that's going on. And um, right. so just a lot of moving parts. So this, so I thought this was interesting, Craig. So when he's talking about, uh, for some reason, well, I think we know the reason where McCormick and Jordan at some point were trying to chase distance. He thought it was, he was losing his effectiveness by being X amount of yards behind everybody, right? But Brandel's saying is he was the best player from 175 yards in. I mean, he was as good as anybody from 150 yards in. So the fact he was, he was, you know, 25 yards, 30 yards behind these guys, it shouldn't have mattered. But he got greedy because he got he, he drank the Kool-Aid like all everybody else do in the distance bit, and it started making his, his uh, once great uh, shot-making and, and uh, you know, just he did it great. Now, I know I think also Jordan kind of kind of he got hammered a lot for using that chicken wing follow through. Everybody I ever saw that was analyzing his swing, Peter Costas, whoever, say, well, look at that chicken wing. Johnny Miller was big on that. Wow, that's why he missed that shot is that chicken wing. That's his natural shot. So and his game has not been the same since. The only thing that saved him is his putting. He, so Rick and I were talking about before the show and. You know, when he won the Masters in 2015, mm -hmm. uh, Augusta is routinely now one of the longest golf courses they'll play all year on tour. The fairways are all mowed into you, so it's into the grain. No roll. Uh, no roll. And, and Jordan went out there, and he just murdered it. I mean, he was hitting some of the prettiest shots yep. ever. And, and to me, it, everything is kind of a domino effect in this game. So he knew exactly where his ball was going. He knew he was going to hit 15 greens around, if not 16, 17, or 18. And so he was so confident in that that the pressure goes off the putter because he's not worried about having to make these putts. Um, these par saves or whatever. Correct. Par mm -hmm. saves are when you hit it close. I've got to make this opportunity because I'm not having a lot. So it, it, everything kind of works backwards. When there's no pressure on the putter, there's no pressure in your short game because you're like, I'm making everything. I can just chip it on. I'll make that. Well, then when there's no pressure about missing greens, you're not worried about it because you're like, I'll get it up and down. So then you just start hitting greens. You start making putts. Everything kind of works backwards. Right. All right. So let me give you a stat that Randall Shambley did not do his homework. So Jordan Spieth was his best at what year? 15, yeah. 2015. So approach from 175 yards. Mm -hmm. Where do you think he ranked? From are we talking 175 in or just 175 on the number? From 175. From uh, you can I'll even give you you can use 150 to 175 or 175 to 200 because it's pretty close to the scene. Well, just so where so where do you think he ranks? He was a, Jordan uh, Brandel said he was the best in the world. 30th. 42nd. Okay. That's not best in the world. What is he now? That's not. But he's talk. That's just one specific distance. Yeah. Brandle's well, but, but was he, 175 and in. What he no. What Brandle said was, if you read the article, that hey, everybody else was 150 yards, and Jordan was at 175, and he's chasing distance because he felt like it was a difference, and Jordan was the best in the world at 175 yards. Well, no, he wasn't. 
But well, do you have the statistical data of the of the dispersion to hole? So tell me what 42nd was compared to first, and I guarantee yeah, you it's, I bet it's not no more, more than six feet. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> so I, I guarantee I don't know you, how to do that. I'm I sorry. To you, that's not more than if you're 42nd in every tour on the PGA Tour, you will make more money than you would ever know what to do with. Yeah. So I would agree with that. I, I, what I'm just kind of getting at is is he he was doing everything so right. Why mess with it? Right. I mean, here's my question. Could he and Cameron get back to that old swing? Should I mean I mean? But you can you? I mean, it's been it's been three years since he's won, right? Yeah, you can. I think he could. Um, there, I mean, he he kind of where I really got riled up was when he said, "I can fix Jordan in two seconds." Or was it two minutes or two seconds? Well, that's what Lee, Lee Trevino used to say that about Tiger. Give yeah. me five minutes and he'll be an all-world player again. Yeah. By the way, he did mention that Sean Foley killed his game. I would agree. Yeah, he had so many crazy moving parts and swing thoughts, and and uh, getting so technical that Tiger forgot how to play, be a field player. It's, I mean, there, there's definitely an artistic side to this, and I'm someone who's, yeah, I've got, I've got, I've had swing instructors, and I have one now, and everything. But to me, the game is still very artistic. To me, like I know my swing, I know it works, and so now it, it's broken down to the simplicity of. Okay, I want to hit a draw. Okay, I'm going to aim my shoulders and feet a little right of target, mm-hmm. move the ball back in my stance. I'm going to make the exact same swing as if I want to fade it. And I want to fade it. I move it just a fraction more up in my stance, feet pointed left, shoulders left, club at the target, same swing. And to your point, uh, so Adam Scott, again, has one of the most aesthetically pleasing swings. But if I tr- but if I tried to use that swing, it might not work. I might be – Probably wouldn't work. Yeah, because I don't have the right build or talent or whatever it is. And not everybody swings like swing, Adam. Adam's swing is beautiful, and it's perfect for a guy that's his height. Right. But I'm 5'9", maybe, generously. Uh. But if I tried to swing the club <laughs> standing more upright and tried to get it, you know, as, as pretty and on plane as his, mine has to be more around because I'm short. You know, it just has to be to try to create a little more distance, mm-hmm. just more for my body type. I mean, that as you get shorter, the swing has to be a little bit flatter. I think it's a good article on, in Golf Week, uh, just because you, whether you agree or disagree, it's I like I was liking the thought process. Craig might not agree with it because of certain stats or whatever, but there's no there's no confusion that Jordan's game has definitely gotten worse. And if it wasn't for his putting, he'd be, well, he'd be really a mess. Just as as has Conrad said too, if I'm going to say that Cameron McCormick is one of the ten best teachers in the world. And his skin, the skins show it. I mean, he's got some great students, and he's proven. He got Jordan to where he was in 2015. The guy knows what he's doing, and he's very smart when it comes to the 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 the, the game in this swing. And if <clears throat> if somebody could could fix Jordan in two minutes, Cameron would do it. There's something else going on, and it could be that hey, look, the way Jordan's body is now, the only way he can still swing is that 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 knee goes in front of maybe his foot. Maybe he has a full swing yip. Yeah. You know, you, things you have, get out of kilter, You have right? no idea, but it, it, I'm telling yeah, you that right now they're doing exactly what they can do to, to 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 maximize whatever he can out of his ability. There's just not – it's just not – All right. Not well, we can I, agree to disagree. Yeah. It's 913 on the ticket. That was brought to you by the City of Arlington Golf Courses. We played Tierra Verde yesterday, and Texas Rangers is also open. So give them a shot. Go uh, go play some golf over those fine courses. The city of Arlington, Texas Rangers, and Tierra Verde. All right, up next, we finally get to it. We will review the movie Fletch.
919 on the ticket. That was a fun little debate. Craig, Rick, Conrad, Schindler from the PGA Tour and Corn Ferry Tour joining us at the Avid Golfer Compound as we do a virtual remote for Crest Cars today. So we're trying to uh, adhere to social distancing, but you can make an appointment to buy a, a Cadillac, an Infiniti, or a Volvo. And if you need to bring a car in for service, you can do that and get a loaner. So check that out at Crest Volvo, Cadillac, and Infiniti. All right, 9.30. I've been trying to take things on a different path. Everybody's complaining about what's wrong with all that's going on. There's a lot There's a lot that's been, been a Ooh. hassle. Why'd you get another one? <clears throat> I'm not sure. <laughs> so Craig has a problem with spicy foods, jalapenos. And, go, and the first one he ate, took one bite. Oh, I'm already burping. No, you had to have another one. I don't burp. It was, his, it was a hiccup. Then you had to have another one because you weren't Ooh. you weren't sure. They were tasty. Get, anyway, but um, all right. So be, so I, I wrote a list of things. What I've seen has been positives. Okay. We'll do that at 930. Uh, the weather looks like this. It's supposed to be 76 today. Rain is supposed to subside later today. You're playing today, so you're in good shape. 75 tomorrow, 65 with a chance of showers Monday, and then in the 70s. The rest of the week till Friday, where it gets down to 60. Whoa. Which is still not horrible. Okay. So I've known Craig for over 20 years. And for some reason, we got we would talk about movies. And I used to be a real movie buff. I can, As I get older, I realize that things are changing because I not only could list the movie, I could list the A actors in it. I could list the B actors in mm-hmm. it. I was, I was like a savant. Now there are times I don't remember the damn movie name. I mean, it's just getting to that, that stage, right? But for some reason, Craig would talk about Fletch, and I'd <laughs> never seen it. And I do like Chevy Chase. Uh, he was great. And Chevy Chase would say this was his best role because it was more like how he was. Yes, yeah, I, absolutely. He said it was his favorite from what I saw. Yeah. yeah, and he almost didn't get it. I'll get into that in a second because his um, manager wanted to turn it down. Really? Yeah, and he never told Chevy Chase he turned it down. And then – then the producer came over and talked to Chevy, you know, directly. And he goes, I never turned anything down. So th- if you want to go down a cool rabbit hole, watch a movie, pull it up on IMDb, and go to the trivia section, and you'll see all the actors and actresses that were up for a role but turned it down or couldn't do it because there was a scheduling conflict. Right. It's pretty interesting. So anyway, so. By the way, the reason why this came up was we were at the Dallas Golf Expo a few weeks ago, and. Um, What's the guy's name? <laughs> Crap. The guy was in Blazing Saddles. Oh, Burton Gilliam. Burton Gilliam's there, but he was signing every one of his signatures while he was there. Fletch. Hmm. Instead of. And you Blazing kept saying, Saddles. "Why not Blazing?" I said, "Fletch is not a bad movie. It's what I mean. He's still an icon in that movie, and that's when this all came about." All right, so everybody watched it. I'm going to play a quick clip here. I'm going to guess. Uh, Craig's the aficionado of Fletch. Would you consider the doctor visit decent? Yeah, one of the good ones, yeah. Okay, so let's play this, and you tell me. Mr. Barber? No, that's Babar. Two Bs? One B. B-A-B-A-R. That's two. Yeah, but not right next to each other. I thought that's what you meant. Arnold Babar. Isn't there a children's book about an elephant named Babar? I don't know. I don't have any. No children? No elephant books. Open wide. Uh, 
Say ah. 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 No, it's an odd name. I don't recall having seen it on the club registry. Well, I don't formally belong. Uh, I'm a guest of my aunt's. Your aunt? Right, Mrs. Smith. Joan or Margaret? Uh-huh, right. Well, which one? Margaret. Funny old bird. Yeah, is she ever. I could tell you some stories. I bet. You know, it's a shame about Ed. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was really a shame. It goes so suddenly like that. You probably feel 100% Moon River. <laughs> That's when he's getting the proctology <laughs> exam. Thank you, Doc. You ever serve time? Breathe easy. Breathe easy. <laughs> you know, I was surprised that Alan was able to get that uh, policy. I know there's a history of cancer in the family. There is? Yeah. As a matter of fact, ah, uh, you using the whole fist, Doc? <laughs> All right, that was my one. Yeah, I saw Alan the other day. He's look that was my one laugh out moment, using the whole fist. But, okay, so I'm watching this, and it did really well at the box office. Yep. So $55 million cost only eight. Back then, too. Yeah, that was big, back in 85. Um, and it actually got decent uh, critiques. Yep. The guy who wrote the Fletch books was a very renowned writer, mm -hmm. and he was famous for his books. And um, so, yeah, so the critics liked the like that part of it yeah not bad so the guys that were up for this role before chevy chase burt reynolds probably have been okay jeff bridges charles groden barry bostwick and richard dreyfus richard dreyfus would have been terrible in that yeah it does not seem like well he was a uh, he was a high school uh classmate of the of the director oh, so as oh. these guys were all falling through so you know, like I said, did really well at the box office. I, I'll give it that. And they had two sequels, Fletch, li no, just Fletch one. Lives. Just one, Fletch Lives. Yeah. I didn't have the no. didn't have the energy to do the second one. Um, okay, so I'm going to go around the room because everybody saw it. Russell, what would you think? Just, I, I thought uh, it was uh, good. Quick, A quick review and then your uh, grade. My grade, well, a quick review is... Everything stood up or could stand up. The music was a little hokey now looking back on it. Very Beverly um, Hills Cop-esque. Yes. Yeah, very much. Very much Same so. Same time period. Yep. Uh, but I did think it was, I thought it was pretty good, and I would probably give it, watching it today, I would give it eh, B-. minus. Hmm. All right. Jay? Yeah, I wrote down that it was like really 80s cop-ish. I didn't know when Beverly Hills Cop came out, but I've seen that right, too. Right, but um, Seems like the same uh, composer. Yeah, it's all that, that synth music. Uh, I liked it. The one-liners, like the quick wittiness that, I mean, you're not even supposed to laugh at, really. It's just supposed to be like, wait, what? Till you realize it 30 seconds later. Uh, I enjoyed that. I'll give it a B. Hmm, Kern. I give it a C, but I do think there was some brilliance, and I thought it, was, it lost itself. I didn't, uh, me and Jay talked about this. We thought it didn't know if it wanted to be Beverly Hills Cop or Airplane? Okay. Yeah, teetering Fair. that line of like drama or comedy. So mm -hmm. you gave it a C? Yes. Okay, Conrad, it was your one homework assignment, in first time in radio. Uh, you know, I want to start off by saying I think my viewpoint of it may be a little tarnished because I've, I'd never seen it until 
now and I'd seen so many other Chevy Chase movies prior. So would that have been kind of one of his first roles? It came right after Caddyshack. So, you know, I'd seen Caddyshack. I'd seen all the family vacations, mm -hmm. Christmas vacations. So uh, I would say my view may be just a little tarnished. I thought kind of the liners were just a little overkill. Like we had kind of gone to like 120% of those. And But, I mean, it, it still had its funny moments. The doctor's visits, obviously, that's, that's a pretty famous giggle scene right there so um i'm gonna have to give it in my book a c but that's with an asterisk because i think my viewpoints a touch tarnished because of so many prior chevy chase roles i had seen kind of had a expectation set already and it and to me it just didn't quite meet the expectation i had had of him okay so the quick background was that he was an investigative reporter who went uh wrote columns by under the name jane doe mm-hmm and he was trying to uncover this drugs, drug scheme on the beach. And he had all these guys out. And, and the police were involved. And this guy wanted to have him killed, meaning wanted Chevy to kill him. Mm -hmm. And things weren't just quite right. And so he used a bunch of different costumes, a bunch of different names. And um, I think the part I didn't like, I loved Chevy Chase. What I didn't like is his character never changed. I mean, there was all hell breaking loose. And he was just a little too cool for school. And little too deadpan, and I think that got old. I mean, the, the doctor scene was kind of funny, and it, some of his uh, made-up names were okay. I, I, I immediately looked at the board when he was looking at all the Rosens that were doctors. <laughs> <laughs> Although the Rosen Rosen was just a quick little – Yep, it was I, quick. I almost yep. missed it. But still, it, it's it's carried on for me on, for 25 years. Mm -hmm. I've what, been Rosen Rosen on everything ever for 25 years. What so, stuck out for me with it um, – I thought that, like the funniest scene was when he was uh, went into the autopsy and had to hold the spleen. Yes. I was like, you know, they didn't they didn't show any of the gore, they didn't show like the prop or anything. It was just them two, and but you could figure out the whole situation, the scenario, and it was hilarious. Yeah, that was. You funny didn't have too. to show anything. No, um, but so that was my point. I loved him in Caddyshack. Uh, I'm trying to remember what other stuff he was in that was really over the top. I loved him on Saturday Night Live, obviously, but. Okay, so my, I would give this a C minus, only because if I never see this again, I wouldn't care. It's 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 one of those things that, you know, if it has some repeatability to it, and if it's on and I'm flipping through the cable mm -hmm. channels, oh, there's there's Fletch. Okay, eh, I don't think HGTV. so. Yeah, yeah. So C minus. It's not one of so those Craig, that you would search out to watch again. No. no. So I had to rent it for three ninety nine, by the way, because it wasn't. Did you really? <laughs> yes. Same here. Had to rent it for three ninety nine. So we, I think we should do this every week. I hacked into my brother's stars account. We can all get our four dollars back. <laughs> Cost of doing bit right okay, off so, in your taxes. So how about this? You were the <laughs> business expense. Okay, real quick. You were the biggest biggest fan that I know of of this movie. Why? The everybody back in the day. It, I will say. Be careful when you say everybody. People my age. Back in the back then, that was one of those go-to movies. It was right after Caddyshack and Animal House. Tim Atherton starring in this. Uh -huh. Beverly Hills Cop came out. Forty Eight Hours came out. This came out. Those, those two were, were genius. Those were our way. greatest movies. I mean, when you watch Forty Eight Hours, you watch um, Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills Cop is my family's favorite movie. Period. It's and Forty Eight Hours is and right up there. Beverly for me Hills too. Cop is a good movie. Yes, and Forty Eight Hours. It knows what it wants to do. But Fletch came in the same way, and it just had. I mean, Beverly Hills Cop was a great movie, but it doesn't have that many memorable lines. It's just a good watch. To your point, it's a, if it comes on, I'm going to watch it. Mm -hmm. 
But you don't, aside from Bronson Pinchot when he comes when he first meets uh, Eddie Murphy, there's not that many repeatable lines. It's still it's awesome to watch though. Yeah, I see Fletch how uh, repeatable lines. I see I how Fletch is quotable and how people I'm, would like I that. I might be able to remember the lines on uh, Beverly Hills Cop because I've actually watched it and I grew up with that. Yeah. So you know, if you take if you take Beverly Hills Cop and you take Forty Eight Hours and you take Fletch, Fletch is like Pluto. It's that far away from the sun compared to those two. Those two are awesome to me. And, Agree. And I like that type of smart assy, you know, up against the establishment, trying to outthink everybody. I get mm-hmm. that. I just never got the point that that Chevy was acting. He was just being him, and it w- he was playing the same exact. There was I think no that's emotion. on the director for the tone of the movie, though. Yeah. He couldn't figure out what he wanted. He wants, I guess. Mm, fair but, enough. Yeah, you know what you're going to anyway, get. Anyway, I haven't watched it in a long time, so I don't know if I w- I should have watched it this week too. Yeah. What I've the hell? It, well, I've seen it a million <laughs> times, so it's not like I uh, it would be anything new. But it, I, I, to see whether it holds up or how it holds up, I well, guess that was I the whole point, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> no, you have never seen it. I know, but you, part of the thing is whether it is held that? up or not. And I wasn't sure if that thing would hold up at all. And I was interested, interested to see what the younger guys on this show thought. They liked it better than you did. Yeah, yeah. But if you tried to put that movie, if like you tried to show that to a bunch of 20-year-olds now, I think they would think it's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, my kid did. I know Jay King's in his 20s. Well, I, I like witty one-liners and stuff like that because my favorite comedy movie is Airplane. So I have so I have three text messages I just got. One, Fletch was good back in the day. Like the mullet, you get it or you don't. And one was, and these were both two of your friends as well. Fletch, Fletch is greatness. Your your partners are a list a holes. I don't think you could say that given it's their opinion, but. <laughs> Look, it, it was a. It I was, can't believe whoa. anybody is defending it was a Fletch peri- that It was much. a period piece, and back then it was awesome for us. It, oh, you could definitely show it to me later. right now, yeah, but you, and but I'd the just say that was made in the up. 80s. What's that? You could definitely tell it was made in the 80s. You could go in blind and just be like, yeah, yeah. Er, early 80s. Yeah. Could, could you remake Fletch? Could you remake it today? I think easily mm. you could. Somebody kind of make it more relevant to today's time. I think they were making. They, somebody was talking be, about like a last year making a, a third Fletch. Because the guy wrote a lot of Fletch books, I think. Have like a Chevy too. Chase cameo in it. Yeah. They probably See, have now that would be so that would be good. Right. So I think more importantly, what's our movie for next week? Uh, we got to think about that because we got to go to break. We'll, re- we'll reconnoiter. Coming up next, we got All thirty right, minutes. Uh, it's nine thirty-three on the ticket. Some of the things that I've seen as positives during this time of turmoil. But first, let's tell you about IdealGolfer.com because it can help you through these trying times. If you're in Tarrant County and some other outlying areas, you can go to IdealGolfer.com and buy a round of golf for at least half off, and it's good any day. Look, you can, it's going to be perfect weather this week after Monday. Mm-hmm. A little rain Monday, but the rest of the week is going to be mid-70s. Yeah. Why not go try to play golf if you can? And you can do it for... Play Cowboys for 89 bucks. You can play Westerns for $19. You can get a gift card uh, credit of 25 bucks for $15. So everything's 10 off. Give you another hint. We we made our own rangefinders. Uh huh. And they're good. We we sold them for 69 bucks, and we sold nice. We sold 500 of them. Okay. And Monday I've got 100 left in those boxes right now. I am. You talk about a fire sale. 
Keep your ears listening on Monday. Let me see one of these bad boys. Oh, I've got one on my desk. Like we said, talk about having a backup. Yeah, we'll do it during a break. All right, so there you go. It's idealgolfer.com. Don't forget the Dallas Golf Bowl bag fitting. All 14 clubs, and you get a dozen uh, premium golf balls of your choice for only $99. That's a $350 value. If you buy a round of golf and the courses have to close for whatever reason, when they reopen, you got an extra month to play. There you go. So no fuss, no muss. It is idealgolfer.com. More golf, less cost. All right, 938 on the ticket. Rick, Craig, Conrad Schindler, plus one, joining us today from the Abbey Golfer Compound because we're doing a virtual remote for Crest Cars, Crest Cadillac, and Crest Infinity in Frisco, Crest Volvo in Plano. You can call them up, make an appointment for a uh, take a look at a car. They'll bring one to your house if you'd like, and you can also get your car serviced, and they'll be either you can either stay there or they'll get you a loaner, they've antisepticized, whatever that word is. <laughs> I'm using it. <laughs> Sterilized, sanitized. Um, they're dealerships, so have no worries if you go there today. I think you should. All right, 950 will mix with um, Country Force. But before that, and please, everybody chime in. Because I've been trying to, Craig has been turning turning me around a little bit. I used to be the realist, the skeptic, and I'm trying to look at more of a sunnier picture in life just because why not? It's easier. And a lot of it's just being more aware instead of having your head down and droopy dog and everything. You know, you appreciate the little things. Like we we, we all played a kind of a very mediocre round yesterday, but I'll give you but I'll it was at least fun out I'll there. I'll give you something that I a saying that I always abide by Winston Churchill always said a pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity. An optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. Mm. And I'm clearly, maybe to a, to a fault, I'm clearly the optimist. Well, I'm, see, I think there's a difference between an optimist and a realist. I think the realist, you prepare for stuff. It's kind of like you hope for the best, prepare for the worst. That's, yeah. my, that's my motto. But as I've been walking around and, and going to places and so forth, again, I will say we started at the beginning of the show. I've had to go to the supermarket numerous times for whatever reason. I haven't been shut out yet. I haven't seen the line out in front of a supermarket yet. Um, I know uh, some of the big box electronic stores, because everybody's trying to fix their home office, you know, to do whatever they need to do. Mm-hmm. And there are lines outside, and you got to be six feet apart, and it might be around the building. I mean, it's crazy. I have not seen that yet. I still will say that golf... Even though it's elective, it's a recreational activity, I, it's infinitely less risky than going to the supermarket. If you do everything the right way, don't share a cart or you walk, stay you know, outside of six feet, don't touch the flagstick. I just think it's a no-brainer. But, um, again, business, but even if I wasn't, I would think, you know, all cooler heads would say, you know, I kind of agree. I see way more people out walking about. What this reminds me in the neighborhood is back in the day when our neighborhood was young and we and there was young kids running around, that's when I would see all my neighbors is during Halloween. Every single one of them. We'd go mm-hmm. to every house. Some houses had you know liquor stands set up for the parents, and it was great. And I got to know everybody. But in the last 10 years, not so much. And I don't live on a cul-de-sac. It helps if you do. But I see so many people out walking. The dogs are loving it. My dog gets four walks a day. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's dying to go to heaven. And everybody's so much friendlier. 
I don't, for some reason, even if you're on the other side of the street or what, everybody's waving and, and just, they're not, they don't have their head down. I see a lot more kids riding bikes. When's the last time you saw a kid ride a bike? I haven't seen it in 10 years. How many kids in my neighborhood, so I haven't seen any. Well, you did, didn't you, in the old house? Yeah, but I haven't seen any kids riding bikes now, I mean. Yeah, I see a bunch of them. I, didn't th- I thought bikes were off limits. I haven't seen so many kids not riding. Um, I've looked at these plat maps. They show these on CNN and everything. The air pollution is amazing. The, uh, how about the lack of it? Mm-hmm. You know, they're showing these places in China, Los Angeles, New York. It's almost completely gone, which I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Can we get around that? I don't, can we uh, replicate that down the road? Obviously, the roads are empty. I don't have a problem hitting balls and uh, traps because they don't have any bu- they don't have any rakes. And we were in one yesterday. Uh, Conrad's doing the same thing. You just kind of roll it. Roll it. If it's in a footprint, roll it out of the footprint. Because mm-hmm. you can still rake with your feet. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see that once <laughs> on any of the bunkers I was in over the uh, yesterday. Um, another one, getting home projects done. There's so many things I've been putting off. I still want to put it off. My wife's like, let's clean out that closet. I'm like, no, let's not. I purged all my closets and took it all to Goodwill or whatever, and it was uh, – it was awesome. I kind of had some old golf shirts, Craig. Those ones that were like down in my, yeah. my forearm, the Chris DeMarcos. I purge every year. Do you? Yeah. My dad used to say, if you bought something new, a new pair of pants or a new jacket or whatever, you got to get rid of something. It has to replace something. I've, I've noticed two things. Can I chime yeah, to Yeah, absolutely. I've noticed that I'm watching, and I don't know about the rest of you guys, I watch way less TV now. Matter of fact, I don't even turn it on. It's it's first off, there's no sports on. Well, you're not a kind of a, you're not much of a binge TV watcher, are you? No, I don't watch any binge. So that's stuff the difference. Sets my wife. Um, uh, but um, but I, I just find that I I sit down on the couch and if we're gonna go eat, which we normally would do, watching TV or something, mm-hmm. now we just sit and talk. Now we're ready to kill each other. Um, but and, and as good as our relationship is, I can see if. If it's Nobody's not, meant to be around somebody 24-7. Yeah. It's um, just not the way we're built. You know, she's, she's very big into social distancing and being clean and everything else, but she wants me to go play golf. <laughs> so yeah. we, can't, yeah. we can't come over later? She won't let us over? She will not. She will not. You know, I built a gym. Um, it was before this was all happening, but it was perfect timing, right? I built a gym in my house, and, and I've had friends saying, hey, can I come use your gym? And she's like, Absolutely not. There's nobody coming in this house. Well, I went over the other day. We walked our dogs on, on the empty Four Seasons golf course, right? Mm-hmm. That was fun. And I, as I texted you coming up, I said, I'm not coming in your house. So she wouldn't let you in outside. anyway. I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> she, she I beat would. her to it. I wouldn't <laughs> want to come in. Because that, that, that throws everything off. Yep. I mean, if you're going to be the weakest link, then none of this stuff works. Right. Right? Right. And then um, the other thing that this, the stores finally got a clue. I didn't understand it when stuff is flying off the shelf. I mean, things that norm- nobody would ever buy five whatevers, especially right. of toilet paper. Wouldn't you think somebody at the checkout stand is like, why are you buying all this? Well, because, you know, COVID-19 and all. Wait a minute. We're going to run out of this stuff so fast. Where were all the the store managers? Where were they? Th- what were they thinking? Because you could see that almost immediately when people were making runs on stuff. And so they finally got to the point where they say one per customer, and everybody's self-policing too. But they can't keep a they can't they can't stay ahead of it because everything's new, right? Is like, it? Yo, know, yeah, because um, before before now eggs are the biggest are a big thing, right? So before, what about them? Yeah, 
but but everybody was grabbing as many eggs as they could. Now they've realized, oh, everybody wanted eggs. We need to limit that. The, the one right now we were talking about is Tylenol. So apparently if you take ibuprofen or yep. Advil, it, mm-hmm. it, it accelerates the uh, COVID-19 virus, allegedly. I'm no expert, so I don't want to. But if that's said and that's true, we all are we are mob mentality, right? Yes. We all need to get some, uh, some Tylenol now because Tylenol doesn't ex- accelerate things. Well, my wife calls me. Says, hey, get you need to get some Tylenol. I don't want to go to the stores, but you need to get Tylenol. She says, I, I, there's nothing in the Tom Thumb. It's like, well, I went to CVS. There was none. Mm-hmm. I found some at Quick Trip. Yep. Quick Trip had their own brand of Tylenol. So. <laughs> have, have y'all heard uh, one of my buddies of, from college? We we're all on the same team together. Drew Evans. We call him Bibbles for whatever reason. I don't Bibbles? know. Weird guy. Let's just leave it at that. He sent us his text about the Costco toilet paper breakdown. Okay. Have y'all seen this? Yeah. I don't. He he forgot to put women in there. That makes well, a difference. Costco yeah. toilet paper. I guess the big thing is 30 rolls, 425 sheets per roll, 12,750 sheets per case. So 20 sheets per bathroom break. Six really? Six hundred. Twenty sheets. What's he many? doing? Well. <laughs> Holy crap. 20, no, no. Twenty. Like I guess that's just a square per se. So 637.5 sheets, mm-hmm. or I can't say this because it's got too many bad words in it. Uh, basically, though, it's saying for a family of four, they would need, um, in 14 days, they would need to go to the bathroom 182 times a day to use the purchased amount of toilet paper at 20 sheets per bathroom break. Who uses 20 sheets? If you're that bad, just go in the shower. <laughs> oh, God. Good Lord. Get it, get rid of it. There's a there's a fun Oop. website. It's Thank you, Norm. It's called howmuchtoiletpaper.com. Howmuchtoiletpaper.com. You punch in how many visits you make a day, how many people are in the family, how many squares do you use at a time, and how many rolls do you have and all that. And it's pretty eye-opening. It, we will not run out of toilet paper till the next 10 years, I think. Yeah. I, I would actually like to figure out, because I had some of those small little hand sanitizing bottles, mm-hmm. and I just keep one in my truck, and I'm, so do I. I'm running out. And I'm literally just trying to go find a couple. Of, I don't even need, like, the big ones. I just want the And you can't even ones, make so. it anymore, because all the isopropyl alcohol, the rubbing alcohol, that's gone, because you yeah. can make hand sanitizer with that and some aloe vera gel, allegedly. Any hoozle. So there's a couple of things that have been a positive during all this. I'd be, be nice to see if people continue walking, continue getting out outside their house when all this ends, but I don't have any confidence in that because that's kind of how we are. You can but at anyway, least order to-go shots. Do what? You can at least order to-go shots. Yeah, you can order liquor through uh, through bars. and. So e- I saw the TABC has issues with that now. Yeah, we were getting them at a restaurant. Oh, Seriously? They're, they're the toughest in the country. Uh, but they're uh, they're irrationally bad right now. They've always we're, been irrational. But now, I mean, come on. It's, times, it's tough times. Come on, Joe. So people are thinking. People are thinking that maybe since it's an open container that they're just going to get sloshed driving home. Well, when we got one, they well, they put a little... But a piece, piece of, of tape, tape, like connecting the lid to the And that's not and legal. That, and that seals it. That's not legal. That has to be closed. You so know what? It's good for the economy. I heard it has to be in a kit. Yeah. Well, they that's give you little Danny miniatures. It yeah. has to be in miniatures. That, that's it's crazy. Let people, I mean, I don't know. I just. It's a crazy new world. TBC's a little bit. Um, They're a little crazy. A little off. Yeah. 
All right, 9.50 on the ticket. Let's see what Country Force, Ty, and Eli get up their sleeve next. All right, 9.54 on the ticket. Thanks for listening today. Hope you're getting out and about a little bit. You're not going stir crazy. The rain looks like it's ending, so we'll all be able to have an enjoyable day. It's going to be 77, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, my dog, four walks. He's mad when I left without doing it this morning. He's already got me on a quota. Uh, Want to thank Conrad Schindler for popping on today. Glad to be here Buddy. always. Kern, doing a great job. He was scrambling in the beginning, and he always comes through. Not a problem. Good stuff. And back at the station, Jay King, Russell Scott. Don't forget to go to Crest Cars today if oh. you need to look at a new car. Uh, you can call them up, and they'll set an appointment for you. Crest Infinity, Crest Cadillac, Crest Volvo, and they'll also service it, give you a loaner if you need it. And the roads are mighty empty right now, almost too empty. It's weird. Just a little kind of unsettling. It feels like I'm, I'm going to work when it's a weekend. Don't forget to thank Mike Brosen for driving down here. Absolutely. Good job, Mike, the king of all Crest cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was very enlightening, the 830 segment, just what's going on in other businesses. And since we have a lot of car clients, um, we want to make sure they're kind of all in the same boat. And we're all in this together, so we'll do everything we can to make it work out. All right. Back. Somebody's at the station. I'm going to say that's Ty. Uh, you might be wrong. Oh, really? Is Eli at the station? You might be wrong. They're both home? Or neither one of them are home? What's going on? I don't see anyone here, so why don't we find out? Can you hear us? Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, yes. Yes, Uh, we're at the old... uh, Eli. What's up? You sound a little echoey. Are you in your closet? He's in the can. No, I'm not in my closet. Well, Bob had the same problem. Like Sturm had this problem the other day, and he realized he was talking to the wrong end of the mic. I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> what? Yeah. So This one seems pretty veteran. easy. Yeah, he's he's like engineer. a star. He's not an engineer, though. Yeah, you sound a little echoey. But well, maybe I'll switch locations after the mix. Come on, come on over, Eli. Right down the road. All right, so you guys are kind of in that wheelhouse, I think. You might be a little young for this. So what was the high grade? What did you give Fletch, Craig? A plus plus. Give it a B plus. Oh, B plus. Okay. Mm-hmm. All that talk, and you're just gonna give it a B plus. It's a good movie. It's, but it's not. I mean, like, I don't know. And we were anywhere from yeah. that to a C minus, which that's what I gave it. You guys care to chime in on Fletch? Um, I, I kind, I tend to agree with Craig. I think it's a little overhyped, but I enjoy it. There, there's some pretty entertaining moments in that. So I'd, I'd say B, B plus, something like that. So if it comes on, you, you're flipping channels and you see it. Do you stop? Do you stop down? Um, if I catch it at a at a moment, at one of the funnier moments, I might. But more often than not, I just keep moving on. That would be me. That would be me. So, so how is the uh, how's the studio and everything during the week, Ty? Since nobody's it's, there, it's so a much. little it's a little weird. But you know, it's Corby's still coming up there. Uh, he was having issues with his home studio so he just decided he was just going to re- just do his part of the three to seven show from the studio and so that's been a little normal so it's been him and danny and mino and myself and bob has been in his luxurious castle studio somewhere broadcasting so it's it's been fine i guess but so it's, why do you it need is to come up weird. there why do you need to come up there why can't you do it tickers from your house i'm essential i'm essential rick <laughs> i need to be there he's a newsman i'm a yes can't do news from my house, right? 
Least Does that sound better? I changed locations. Eh, it sounds a little better, I guess. All right. Yeah, well, you I sound appreciate okay. you at least trying. He's come out of the closet. <laughs> yeah, he is. Finally. <laughs> Easy. <He's> changed... <laughs> he's changed from a coffee can that he's talking into to a toilet paper tube. He's a little, a little bit better. <laughs> so Eli yeah, yesterday no, was using a, is the right oh, sorry, guys. term called <laughs> a push or pull quick. cart these days. Used to be a pull cart. Push cart. Now they're called push cart. Push cart, yeah. Yeah. How long have you had that? Looks like the Cadillac of push carts, too. It's it's lovely. I got that uh, a few weeks back. And really, the day before yesterday was the first uh, maiden voyage. Don't you remember back when you were playing junior golf? If one of those kids pulled out a push cart, oh, you man, oh, they raked them over the coast. Look My son was the same way. And that was their yeah. You just immediately went over and gave them an atomic wedgie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, just any college golfers not use one these days. I still find it easier to carry a bag when you're go- when it's a hilly course. It's, correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. If it's a flat course, when you have to like, either, even if you're going to try to pull that thing behind you, going up some hills, it is a pain. You're just trying mm-hmm. to save your shoulders. Yeah, I, that that uh, tires out quicker than I my will legs. say those things. Like when I would play some mini tour events and I'd use one, when it would rain, they were amazing. Yeah, put the you umbrella, put the little umbrella in the attachment, yeah. and right. it was just it was like a third, you know, a third arm there to help you out. And, how easy is it to get in and out of the car, Eli? Very easy. Up, right? Yeah, it, it folds yeah. up very small. Hmm. Probably, I know no one can see, but probably that big. <laughs> no, I mean, it really you need to go on. You need to find a TV show. I was to go doing on swing that. demonstrations earlier, trying to explain stuff, and I'm like, oh yeah, no one's watching. Yeah, I saw the I saw the tweet. It looks it's got a nice cup holder on it. I mean, you got an air conditioner tied to it or anything like no, that? No, no AC. Like but it does have what Conrad just mentioned. It does have the umbrella holder. So if you know if it's really really sunny, you can throw the umbrella on there, and it's fantastic. Nice. nice. Does it have a uh, Does it have a radio like Rodney Dangerfield's thing had in Caddyshack? <laughs> no, it was Wally Cervix bag. Yeah. No. <laughs> that movie. No, it does not have the radio or television. <laughs> were they watching like some western on that? I think all the caddies were crowded around it. Yeah. You have a cooler. Uh, no, it doesn't have a cooler, but it does have a little kind of compartment at the top that you can open up that holds golf balls or tees or whatever. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Have you gotten, like, the seat attachment? Some of them you can, like, buy a seat attachment that, like, sits over the wheel and you can literally sit down on a Yeah, seat. no, I, I don't think it would hold me, but, yeah, I have <laughs> seen those. That would be cool if they were motorized. There's some, some are, there's some out there that are ridiculous. Like, you can put on a – like, kind of clip something to you, uh-huh. and it will just follow you. I like that. I mean, I'm sure that's way I've, more. I've tried that twice. That's a great idea. Now, it was years ago, and they were both, one one just tumbled down a hill. All my <laughs> stuff came out of it. <laughs> and then one of them just couldn't fo- keep continue Walker. to follow me. But I've tried that. Huh. Just not nearly. Interesting. I would I would be on board with that. That was like a, your private butler. Uh, like just, a caddy, right? Just strap it on and carry your bag. Or push it. I don't care. You know, How much does a push cart uh, cost? A, a, a good one. Well, it depends. Retail or being it... retail or being the editor of Avid Golfer. <laughs> Either or. <laughs> two fifty ish. Yeah, I think the, the really good ones are about three three hundred bucks. The really good ones. This one I think was about two forty or something like that retail. And so, the ones you're talking about, the robotic ones that just follow you around, they're like a couple grand. I think they're yeah. really expensive. When in need. Yeah. Does it make drinks for you? 
It like should. A private bartender. <laughs> no, not TABC won't let you. So I prefer I prefer to make my own. Hmm. All right. It was a good day yesterday, right? Out of t- TV. Well, he was there the day before. Oh, okay. That was an old tweet. Darn it. All right. Yeah, that was from two days ago. I went. I went out and walked walked nine holes on Thursday. That's kind of my bit. I I would walk nine holes in a heartbeat any day. Could play in two hours, be done, move on. Had a, no problem with that. Ty, what are you doing for exercise? I walk every day for about an hour. Wow. Okay. I've been doing that dur- ever since I started the old soda thing. I, I do. I still do that every day. Really? How many steps is an hour? An hour? That's a that's a pretty good long walk. Yeah. Yeah, it's about three it and a half miles. All right. Good for you. So yeah, it's uh, so I I, I got to get my steps in. I'm an old man. I got to get my steps in. So I try to get about ten thousand a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my which goal. is which can be harder than you would think. It's yes. if you have if you have an office job where you sit around quite a bit, you have yeah, to be vigilant to actually get up about once or twice an hour and move around a, yeah. a good bit. Well, unless your phone is with you all the time, or you have a Fitbit or an iWatch, I'm getting cheated out of steps because I don't take it with I, me everywhere. Well, well, yeah, and that's the thing is, like, I, I've got a Fitbit, and I always get frustrated if I let it, I let the, the battery run out, and I have to recharge, and there's, like, that however couple hours that I'm missing my steps. So mm-hmm. that's that's what I, this is what my life has come to, is that I'm worried about my steps. That's you feel like I'm you're being cheated. I'm being cheated of my steps. Get on the whoop strap. You charge it right on your wrist. How do you charge oh, it really? Okay. It's got a little block, and you just slide it. You It plugs in the... Uh, micro C or whatever right. to charge it, and that little block charges, and you just slip it right on, and then it sits there, probably charges in okay. 30 minutes. What's the best part? Because nice. I see what first time, first time I ever saw that was on either Roy's wrist or JT's yeah. wrist. The best part about it, I mean, it's so light, you, you never notice it's there. Uh-huh. So playing golf with it, it's easy. It doesn't have any interference when your wrists roll over or anything. Um, waterproof, you can take it off. You can wear it in the shower. You never have to take it off, ever. Yeah, so what's the upside? Fancy. What is it, what is it give fancy. you? What's, what the, what's the data? Monitors your sleep really, really well. It's going to teach you how to recover. Uh, it's going to show you days that you feel like you're, hey, I've got higher energy. Maybe you don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and days you think that maybe you don't have as much energy. No, you actually recovered well. This is a day you can push it a little harder in some exercises or activity, whatever it is. So um, everything's based off your heart rate. As and what's it called? Whoop strap. So just W-O-O-P? W-H-O-O-P. Yeah. The whoop about, he just bought it because he's an Aggie and it has whoop in it. Isn't it like 300 <laughs> 300 it's, bucks, something like that? No, two, well, I think it's... But it's, you have a monthly you pay prescription. Month, you just pay monthly. So essentially, quote, unquote, the strap is free. Four, five, six, seven dollars. Monthly for, for the... Is that Doyle? Uh, Doyle King? And the data. <laughs> but it's, it's really good. It's some really good data. See a lot of pros using them. They do. And I, I can't imagine how many t- how many steps they're walking. But if, you, but if you are, like, Ty, you're talking mm-hmm. about your steps mm-hmm. and want to get your steps, it does not monitor your steps. Oh, it, forget it. It just does something based oh, on man. what's called your daily strain. Ah. Uh, oh. So I want well, steps or you daily strain. I've got a four, you get I've, steps off of it. I've got a four-year-old, so my daily strain is about 120% right now. I could snap I into a slim gym. I don't know if that's a, a whoop activity in there, but it sounds like it should be. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> So what's going on with you guys? We did have a notable death in sports yesterday. We did? At least in my childhood. Yeah, mine too. Curly Neal? Curly Neal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the old Harlem Globetrotter. Yeah. R.I.P., buddy. He was buddy. 77, and the guy I remember because he was on the Dodgers for a while after a long career with the Astros, the toy cannon, Jimmy Wood. Yes. 
He was in his 70s, too. So It's a great nickname, the Toy Cannon. I thought so. Yeah. And old Curly, he's just that spinning that, that big basketball in the sky. <laughs> it's a weird feeling, too, when one of your childhood heroes goes. I loved Curly Neal. <laughs> I did, too. Well, I don't think people some the the youngsters today realize how big the Harlem Globetrotters oh. were. Oh, that, they they were that was a every year whenever they came to town I had to go. And then they Man, were always on, on ABC Wild World Sports every them. year. They always did the yeah. fake uh, you know fake uh, water in a bucket that was confetti. Nobody cared. Even when I took my kids to see them, the entire show was identical to what it sure. was when I was a kid. Here's the crazy thing though, Curly Neal was Steph Curry before. Steph Curry was even born. I mean, he was making half-court yeah. shots, and, and they'd always switch. I never saw those guys miss. Metal Arc Lemon would do that uh, hook shot yeah. from half-court. Yeah. It took him about three sh- three times every well, time to make it. Yeah, but Curly Neal, but he still, was money. Yeah. And what did, did they lose once or twice to the Washington Generals? I don't remember, I think, but that was always. I think maybe a couple of times. There was one time the Generals really tried, and they got the best of them one time. That has to be, even though it's part of a bet, that kind of has to be a beating to go out there and just, like, you're going to lose every time. Well, what they do, if you ever watch, if you ever go. I went one time in high school. So they do 12-minute quarters. The first six minutes of every quarter, they play hard basketball. And the Washington Generals aren't bad. They're usually, like, minor league players of some level. They're not bad. And it's good six minutes of basketball. And then all the. The antics and bits. The antics start. And Metal Arc Lemon comes into the game. And Corley Neal, Marcus Haynes, and all those guys. Um uh, so yeah, so it, it always they were good enough to play good basketball, and they always had five guys on the Globetrotters that were good enough to play good basketball too. So here's my question: Could Curly Neal have starred in the NBA? No. Why not? I, I, he didn't play I, I think he was really what? small. I mean, they would just take the basketball off of his finger while he was spinning it. Wouldn't he steal ever? All the time. Touche, Eli. <laughs> Touche. It's not his, that would not be his only thing he would ever do. I mean, it was a, it's the, the same reason why some of those N1 guys can't play in the NBA, even though they're really talented Ooh. with the basketball. It's just, what about it's uh, Escalade? Do you think Escalade yeah. would have dominated in the paint? <laughs> I don't know. The professor had a good outside shot. Yeah, the professor, yeah, the professor he was kind of like Jason Williams. Neil Pert. Mm-hmm. Neil Pert. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> that was like the ultimate go-to coming back home from middle school and you get back ESPN2, N1 mixtape tour. Mm-hmm. It's like a given. Mm. I must have missed that one. I didn't watch that. Yeah. I'm sure you can find them on YouTube. There's uh, got to be some professional oh, and Escalade highlights on there. Absolutely. Yep. And skip right, to so my Lou Ray for Alston. As we drive home on the carless streets. Well, we've got a couple of big segments. Well, the whole show is a big, 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 oh. big show. At 10.50, we're going to go back and listen to on Wednesday when Bob and Dan – or I, Bob and Dan. Oops. Jake so and big. Dan. They uh, – they, were able to find Quincy Carter. They called Quincy Carter out of the blue, and he actually answered great. his phone. No way. I yes. heard it live. Yes. I was walking the dog, and yes. all of a sudden they go, well, let's try so it. Good. And I'm thinking that w- at any one time, he's going to uh, – Quincy's going to wake up and say, Dan, I don't know what's going on. I'm out. You know, whatever. He just fought through it. and Boy, he was great. He was, he was great. Yeah, we're going to really? go. Yeah, he was really was good. awesome. We'll play the real re- Quincy Carter, and we'll uh, – we'll, uh, Look at it next to the fake Quincy Carter and mm. see wh- how they uh, compare. What's and Quincy contrast. doing these days? He's down in just Austin, staying, just trying to stay sober, trying to watch the Irishman. Yeah, yeah he, try, he was yeah. trying to watch the Irishman when they called. <laughs> that was funny, but yeah, he's down in Austin. I don't know if he's is he doing quarterback camps. I think he said he was working with some people. Yeah, but I so think he's just chilling, trying to you know he's on you know doing his AA stuff and fighting a good just, fight. 
Yeah. So but that's it. Was 10:50. good. It was a good surprise. Yeah, that was, that was really, really cool. good. So we'll replay some of that at 10:50, and then at 11:30. Uh, this uh, Vice has had this show. It's uh, this is the start of their second season, a uh, second season of Dark Side of the Ring about a bunch of wrestling, uh, old wrestling controversies and deaths and stuff. And this first one was about the death of Chris Benoit that we will review at eleven thirty. Hmm. I Very look dark. forward to that. Back Very dark. Gentlemen, be safe. Have it's been fun. fun. It's been fun. Wash your yeah. hands. Wash your hands. So <laughs> big. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Plaza, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas-Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound. Sounds good.